Mac Tobias modded. Hey! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, we got two two uh, people sharing a mic here. Hi. I'm going to make uh, sure are I, we don't, just saying I don't... Hi, is that one? I, I'm, that I'm, well, I'm trying not to hit Anthony's head when I lean in. We're like, joined headbutt. by Andrew. Yeah, that's me. Kevin. Uh, Andrew, who stole Anthony's chair again. Oh. Uh, I want my chair back. And Anthony. That's me. It's punishment. <laughs> Have fun editing this episode, by the it's, way. It's, <laughs> well, it's just one mic. Yeah. He's just going to. Oh, gonna, true. So that's, that'll be volume fun. Uh, this week's episode, we'll be going over the lovely NFT uh, in video games, mainly the going over the topic of uh, the CEOs of Square Enix. President. President Square Enix's letter, New Year's Eve letter. I don't think this guy has talked to the gaming community in a very long Does time. Does he play I mean, games? Do we know? I don't, I don't know. Does he just trade like crypto and stuff? I have a feeling the last game he probably played was like Chrono Trigger. So he's a man of taste. Yes. I was going to yes. say uh, he loves art. It's very uh, noticeable that he loves Yeah, but art. he doesn't enjoy people having fun. It's true. So he played Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> he played Final Fantasy uh, 13 uh, 2 Lightning's Return. Those are two different games, but I just solved gaming. <laughs> Wait, those are I... two different games. No, yeah. thirteen okay. two and lightning returns are two. Different <laughs> okay, games. two different unnecessary it's, games. Yeah, thirteen lightning returns is thirteen three. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Yeah, is uh, is Final Fantasy thirteen thirteen one? Is that how that works? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy thirteen two, and then Final Fantasy thirteen lightning returns. He was the main character of 13, gotcha. who was not in 13 too. Gotcha. Wait, really? I'm guessing. Why would why would they return? Like, what's the well? Maybe what's the she... returning. True. Now I think I could be wrong. I haven't played it, but I assume she's in it. So we should talk about it for ten more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you? No, what no I solved gaming. So okay. you know why all these presidents are wanting like microtransactions and NFTs and different things uh-huh. in gaming uh-huh. is because they are gamers themselves. Uh-huh. And, but they're so busy being uh-huh. presidents and CEOs of, mm-hmm. of work, companies. Work, work. Yeah, work, 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 work. Yeah. They get home. It's 930 at night. Uh-huh. They, their kids are in bed. They're finally, uh-huh. oh, I'm going to pick up the next Call of Duty, if you will. Yeah. And they go, all my friends have all these cool skins. What... I can't. I don't have enough time to play to get them all. Uh-huh. But I'm very rich. Uh-huh. What if I could pay for them all? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, dropping fifteen dollars for a paint skin in Halo Infinite. That seems uh, reasonable. Uh, so yeah. what's the solving here? I solved it. That's why we have oh, microtransactions. You didn't I just solve it. You just. It was a problem. I told you why. But, but you didn't. It's solve happening. The problem. problem solved. <laughs> you. You. Found the reason you want to get on World Hunger next. No, see, solving a murder isn't going back and bringing the person back to life, Andrew. It's figuring no. out who did it and then going and arresting them. I'm not them. stopping and NFTs. <laughs> I'm telling you why they're happening. You I found... solved gaming. <laughs> okay, Andrew, what have you been playing? I can't argue with he that. He beat gaming logic. <laughs> it's excellent logic. Uh, I've been playing a lot, like a lot, lot. K dramas um, don't count as games. No. Okay, he's, you've he's been playing, you've been playing games. Been playing. Okay, uh, so I'll start off with the games I didn't beat. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Ratchet and Clank. No, no he did beat. I didn't beat Ratchet. I haven't started yet. Um, Fae Tactics. It is a tactical fantasy game that I played for. How do they spell Fae? Thir- 
Um, F-A-E. Okay. Like, oh, I was yeah. thinking Y-E. Like fairy. Like fairy. Uh, I played it for a grand total of like 20 minutes and then was like, I understand everything this game <laughs> is about and I do not need to play anymore. Uh, played One Piece Warriors 4 and then realized... I need to play one through three before going. I thought you said you four. don't play anime games. It's a Muso. it's a Warriors game. It's, it's a Muso game so. based like, on an anime, right? Yeah. Uh, and I will let you know it is the Warriors game I played the least amount. Of. Oh, it's a Warriors game. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's we what we just said. said. Yeah, he okay. said One Piece Warriors four. Four. So did Dynasty Warriors give up after nine? <laughs> no, like... I think they're still in the middle of. Making another one, but nine took forever to come out. They just made uh, Persona Strikers. Is that a Warriors game? It's a Persona Warriors Mm. game. Fire Emblem Warriors was really good, actually. Uh, Played Record of Lotus War. It is a game based off of an anime. There it is. Uh, I was about to be like, ask ask Andrew what this game is. uh, It is not. It's like it's pretty much Castlevania. Like it doesn't have the anime tropes. And stuff. Hmm, that's weird. Kevin, can I ask you a question? Sure. If I went on Netflix yes. and I wanted to watch a Castlevania show, what type of show would that be? Uh, you, maybe you should hey, try Castlevania. I bring this up, mm-hmm. and every time I go, mm-hmm. one of my favorite- anime show on yeah. Netflix? Every time I say, like, I'm talking to people who are super into anime, and they're like, oh, which ones have you recently so watched that you super yourself. enjoy? And I go, <laughs> Castlevania, because cause that show is fantastic. And they're like, that's not anime. I'm like, okay. Well, we're done. It's on my list. We're I done. Do want to watch? That. Oh, you haven't watched it, dude? No. It's so <laughs> good. It's actually, it's really good. I'm busy. Uh, but Record of Lotus War. Uh, it's fun. The port to the PC is not good. Um, Was it made by Square Enix? Anytime, anytime, like text pops up, the game slows down. Like it's nice. It's that really weird. Happen. Yeah, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this after. I played it for a good chunk. I got past the second level, and I was just like, "This is getting way too much." Anytime I pick up an item, the like rest of the screen that I'm on, like my character's super slow moving, and I'm just done it's with like, it. It's almost like an NES game. Yes, in a when like there's too many sprites on screen. Yeah, and then as soon as I get to like the next area, it's super fast. Like hmm. it's just really weird, and I think it's fun, and I could see myself playing more of it but until that maybe there's fixed. a mod that'll fix your yeah. problems or i could just play it on the xbox and like that's also oh. true um then i played you guys will talk about this more because especially ben because you've been playing it a lot um i started up playing deep rock with you guys yeah uh then i For continued <laughs> i continued uh arc veil i talked about that last time beat it that was fun super awesome uh, then under Anthony's suggestion, I started up Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that yeah. That game was also super fun to play, uh, particularly the narrative. And, and it's more and more I see why this game won best narrative of the year. Like, it is super engaging. I teared up a couple of times. Uh, they, face? they, uh, they really do a good job. Showing each of the characters, the characters are possibly the best versions of themselves I've ever seen. They do a good job of combining the movie with the comics. Mm. Um, they do pay a lot of respect to the comic versions of these characters. 
like Star Lord's whole story, um, who he is, is comic based. It's not based off of the movie. Kurt, um, yeah, Kurt Russell's his father. He's yeah, a yeah. planet. You know. Yeah, that's not in this. <laughs> uh, so it was just really cool to have that. The downfall is the gunplay. <laughs> like uh for the most part it's it's fun and engaging they have these element weapons that you bring in and there's weaknesses to different enemy types and you use those elements to take that down and then they're easier to fight uh the major problem is the last 20 minutes of this game they throw all of that the window and it literally is just holding down the right trigger uh and then telling your telling your teammates to do things uh except for one battle where half the time you can't do that because they block your ability to do it. So you're just holding down the right trigger. And it's just hmm. kind of... That sounds like a bummer. If I wasn't... I played on an easy setting, and I they do this thing where uh, this game has a lot of customization with these settings. You can do, like, Star-Lord's Blasters do 200 to 300% more damage just because... At the beginning, yeah, like, you can play with like enemy health. Yeah, you can play with what damage you do. It's not just a simple, like uh, easy, medium, hard. And so, uh, and so, I turned mm. all of that up. There, I can't even imagine playing this game with that because that would just be even more of hold down right trigger, um, you know, hit the. And then what made it even worse was, you know, I have to now they do the reload precision thing where it's like if you don't hit it. Well, that's oh. and it's just like so you're making me hold down the right trigger. I'm barely doing any damage. And I have to keep doing this over and over. And if I miss it, like I have to wait to do like I have to wait till my guns cool down. And it's just like that last battle, the last two battles were just like, why? Why did they it like felt like they gave up on the combat like for those battles versus all the other like boss battles had fun things you had to do like there was interesting like kind of a puzzle element but just like those last two battles were just really boring and i talked to anthony about this is like the la the very last battle is not necessary at all like no the last the last 20 minutes of the game yeah it starts to get a little bit too drink its own juice type of a thing yeah um and then it continues on mm -hmm. where it's like you beat the final boss or what you think is the final boss. And it has this, I understand where they came from. They went, what if we did this? And everyone's like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. But then an the, execution the, wasn't great. They'll the walking, love it. They'll yeah, love the walking it. thing. But yeah. uh, basically when they're doing that, you're like, okay, this is taking a long time. I get what they're trying to do. It's all right. I got it. But then it continues to go on. Yeah. Right, it's kind of like that. Um, the the credits roll and like they're talking, and then you're like, I feel like something important's going to be happening because the game's like not ended, ended, uh -huh. and then yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, and then uh, we're going to have you do more stuff. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like the staircase in Final Fantasy Seven. It just keeps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it felt. They and keep, then, like it keeps going up, and then like during that last battle, Advent Rising. Yeah, and it's just like during that last battle, I was just like. I was just like, please, please end. Just, I want it to end. Like, yeah. Just end. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest, like, hit against it, which is why uh, before this, I started playing this game. I was like, you know what? I'm changing my game of the year to Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was saying that quite a bit. Uh, and then 
you know, because you guys made the big hubbub that I didn't beat the game, so I can't. Started I can't choose Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Uh, no, 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 I did start it last year, and I think I did beat it before the new year. Guardians. Yeah. Oh, it um, was around. Yeah, it was around okay. New Year's. Okay. Uh, but that was a big hit of hit against it, and I brought Ratchet and Clank back. Uh, it is especially now that I have beaten the game, uh, <laughs> and I can say for sure that game is my game of the year. Uh, then I played the gunk, um, which is like you're cleaning up like gunk on this planet, and it's a very environmentalist kind of game. Super fun. Uh, also, really weird, where uh, in order to unlock new abilities, you have to scan stuff, and it's like okay, this is really a really interesting idea. Really fun. It's like Metroid Prime. The last, <laughs> the boss that you fight is one of the last things you have to scan to unlock an ability that you can never use because you beat the game. I was like, what? There's no new game plus. There's no new game plus. And it's just like, I, what? That's, it was really congrats. weird. Yeah. There's <laughs> gotta like, be a reason. It's like, you, you got this it. new ability. And I was like, well, I can't go buy it. I what can't. did you think of the main character? Of Gunk? The Gunk? Is that <laughs> the Gunk? Her name? The Gunk is the main character. Oh, I don't even know her name. Oh, okay. So that's what you think of the main <laughs> character. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to the story really at all. Uh, like, <laughs> like as a as a like as a character. You move up. Move what? Oh me. No no no. You move up. <laughs> Physically oh, move. Yes. There you go. Uh, oh. Like like what do you mean? <laughs> what do I think of Conjointed. the character? Well, no. I just I wanted to ask because what I saw from some of the people I follow that review games, mm-hmm. the ones that are quote-unquote on the outside, right? They're smaller, um, self-sustaining, not in the company. They never worked oh, okay. for like, IGN. Like they never indie, did anything. Indie reviewers yeah. Um, they didn't like the game that much. They're like, okay. here are my problems with it. This yeah. isn't really good. But everyone who's connected in, inside really, really liked it. And me going around it, the main character is voiced by Fiona Nova, who's in the click so to speak and it isn't a, a bad thing on her this isn't mm-hmm. speaking down on her i was just interested to see if because she was like friends with everyone and then now she's in gaming type of a thing okay and now she did the main voice of it and i just wonder with if, some of the reviews if, if that got in the way hey my friend like she now works at g4 and g4 reviews games and yeah. they reviewed the gunk and when they reviewed it they said hey just you know so you know person who works here is actually the voice actress mm. of the main thing and they gave it a glowing review ign gave it like a seven or eight or something like that and i just I'd i thought it, it was just I'd interesting i give it, I'd give just, it a, a seven her yeah. characters uh all the characters are throwaway characters and they're gunk yeah yeah <laughs> like there's there's this whole thing where your character kind of goes off and does whatever she wants and then you have a partner that I don't know what your relationship is. Like, I want to say she's like your, she feels like an older sister type friend, but then like the, like your character says things where I'm like, are they more than friends? I don't know what's going on here. It's very confusing throughout the game. Are they lovers? Yeah. Like, like that's a couple. <clears throat> yeah. That sounded at times, but she, so she goes off and does things. And then your, uh, your partner is just like, I hate that you're doing things by yourself and off doing this. And then, you're like, okay, I'm still going to do it, though. And then halfway through the game, she gets mad at you because you want to save 
people. And I was like, I don't, what is going on? Like, I, it was just like, it was like unnecessary. Like a lot of, they tried to do drama and it was just like, this is bad. Because your character's like, loves the planet and yeah. your partner just, wants, just wants money. Yeah, because you're poor. Did you play the gunk? Yeah. yeah, he played. Yeah. I didn't beat it, but played. And it was just like, anytime that stuff got brought up. And I Good was just amount. Like, yeah. You... It's not you, a you super just, long game. No, I beat it in two sessions. You played like to the that tower. Means, to right? That, tower, that yeah. could mean nothing to anyone. You also beat Mass Effect in like a session. <laughs> so that was that was I two beat sessions. Planet side in one uh, session. Yeah, let's. Um, no, uh, yeah, you played about half of the game. Um, so you're just guh. Yeah, you just yeah. played guh. You, you got to play more. But I would say it's a. I'll stop at gun. I like it. What kept me going is my fascination of just cleaning, like the cleaning things. And that's really the draw of the game. Um, there's nothing really else other than that. Uh, Gunk. I beat Ark Vale. I talked about it. You said that. that. Yep. Um, yeah. And then Ratchet and Clank. I started that up again. Uh, I had only done like one planet before. Uh, finally got used to the PlayStation 5 controller. Still still do not like it. Uh, but Did you turn it into an Xbox controller? I wish. Like, anytime. There's a, uh, there's a gun you get called the Ricochet, uh, and you have to press the trigger for... It's like a pinball kind of thing, and like it starts hitting people, and you have to time it correctly. And the triggers on the PlayStation controllers are my least favorite triggers ever, and it, like... Uh, not the haptic feedback, but just like it has that lip and it kind of like, I don't know. It's weird. It was, feels it, weird. was it triggering? Yes, <laughs> it was triggering every time. Do uh, they have mods? Like, they got to have mods to like make the controller not feed. No, no, like no third party or anything. No. And oh, PlayStation doesn't do anything because nobody yeah. owns a PS5. And, and uh, I found out why the first time I played it, why it was. It's like people are saying like the haptic is just it makes your finger sore especially with ratchet and clank because there's not a lot of weapons that are automatic so you have to keep pressing uh, and you can't just simply press down you have to press all the way down uh, with the haptic feedback and so like that it feels like playing a shooter with a gamecube controller that's that's the way it feels uh, um no <clears> triggers on the back well no like you know how with the, tr- the those button triggers like you have to like press it and then you have to press it even more. Yeah. Yeah, that's how. You got to push it like all the way. Yes, down. that's how that's how it feels. Cuz each gun has a half shoot and then yeah. a full shoot. And then a full shoot. And it's like if you want. But so that was my number one criticism uh for the game. The game is beautiful. It's a Ratchet and Clank game all through and through. Uh the characters are awesome. The comedy is on point. Uh they have a lot of heartfelt moments um in this especially with one of the new characters they introduce. Um, they do introduce two new characters, Kit and Rivet, uh, who are essentially the opposites of Ratchet and Clank. Um, Rivet, I wanted to enjoy more than I did. Uh, she is just uh, Jen Erso. Uh, from, from, like, that is her character. Like, there's n- no, you don't learn, all you know is that she doesn't like the Emperor and she's, fighting against him that is did she say that rebellions are built on hope uh, that like that was all i could feel from her character the the entire time there's another character kit who is the robot who is a lot more like she was designed as a war bot um 
and she is afraid of herself. She thinks she's a danger to everyone because of that. And so like the game is her getting over that and learning how to actually work with a partner and stuff. So that was really interesting and fun. Gameplay is fantastic. It's probably the best Ratchet and Clank like gunplay. And the guns are super unique. Uh, they, uh, one thing I will say is there is weird narrative consistencies between this game and the previous game that is just weird because in the previous game you got set up of like, hey, you're the last of your kind. We can... The Lomax. The Lombaxes. Uh, and we have this Dimensionator so you can go find your your people. And Ratchet's like, that's fine. I don't need it. I've got my girlfriend and we're going to live our lives together. That's literally the end of the last game. This game starts and they're like, that didn't, there's these... Who's, div- his, who's his girlfriend? Talwin. Talwin. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now we're going to start this game off. Talwin isn't anywhere. Uh, and Ratchet's just fine, actually, to go find his people. That's... Uh, Maybe she dumped him. No, because as you're playing the game, there is one spot that is like a really cool view that you go up and Ratchet goes, oh, man, I wish Talwin was here to see this. <laughs> and you're like, uh... and you're like, what? And then during the credits, which is like uh, they have these like animated slides and it's like, oh, the fun adventures they do after the game. And there's a one of the slides is Ratchet with Clank. And in the back is Talwin like watching them look at a screen. And I was like, oh, so there she is in this animated slide in the end credit scene. That's weird. And it's just like, it's just really weird that they made it. He didn't want to find the Lombaxes because he was afraid that they would be disappointed in him because they're like super intelligent and that he's, you know, he's just a hero. He's not like, he doesn't live to their expectations of inventors and like, yeah. So that he's worried about that. That's why. And I was like, this is dumb. Like. You gave a whole reason, and then you just threw out that reason in the, like, this game. Yeah. But, and, yeah, and they keep doing the whole, like, Ratchet, you've met other Lombaxes, and then uh, there's a scene where it's mentioned that there's a Lombax. He's like, oh, another Lombax? And you're like, you've you've met other Lombaxes. Like but this one's you, a really cool one. You freaking fought one in the last game. Uh, but, yeah. So it's, like, weird narrative consistencies that would, like, heart, like... For other people who aren't really into the series, it wouldn't matter at all. Um, but I would say it's a good 9 out of 10. Probably deserve more awards at the Game Awards. Yes, uh, definitely. Then Especially what, art direction. I That's This game one. like oh, is super beautiful. It's probably the best looking game yeah, I've ever played. But then they can't give it to Deathloop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> um, I could have seen it getting narrative. Um, the characters are just super unique. I feel Ratchet was definitely the one game that got the short end with the awards. Yeah, Ratchet and Psychonauts two. It's just it's weird seeing like because this is a triple A game, but I feel like the amount of pot like this this is like the like in technical terms it is a perfect game, and I it's just weird. That it didn't win anything because, yeah, it is. There's when characters are just talking, I'm going, This game is beautiful, like, it's just incredible to look at. Um, and 
I also have a bias because I really like insomnia. So. And the those aliens that have all the same name. Oh, the Morts. Yeah, yeah. the Morts yeah. with the uh, Alaskan. Yeah, they have like a, a Montana, accents, Montana, like Canadian. Oh, Alaskan. how the heck yeah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like they're like, we don't need to fight. We can just uh, talk it out over some lemonade. And then the guys are like, <laughs> oh, don't you know? The emperor hates lemonade. And he's like, oh, I could see that. It's sweet and sour. <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, we'll get Mort over there to yeah. help you. Yeah. And like, they're all called Mort. And so, like, <laughs> they always call each other Mort. And yeah, and it's, it's the Morts. You gotta go help the Morts. Um, yeah. Nice. Nice. I played a lot. You did play a lot. And it's been a long game time. related, watch season two of Witcher, which was phenomenal. Yeah, really good. On my list. Yeah. Uh, should I watch that or Castlevania first? Castlevania. Castlevania first. That's okay. done. Because Castlevania's done. And yeah. I, it's better. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Witcher's good. It isn't to take anything away from Witcher. Well, and plus, yeah. I think you said you wanted to watch Witcher with me or yeah. something. I mean, I want to watch Castlevania with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably want to watch Kingdom with me, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No chance. No chance. I want to watch Kingdom with everyone. That's that's my problem. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it again. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? <clears throat> how's that how's that battlefield? Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna get this out of the way. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. been festering in me for two weeks. Um EA and Dice can go to hell. Okay. Um Dice, I, I don't know what they're doing with this game. They went on break after the December 9th patch. They still haven't said anything about anything. Like they're not I don't even know if they're back or alive or, or whatever. Yeah. Um there was or a alive. There, there, I mean EA, you know. I, there was a uh, <laughs> the known murderers. Yes. There was a rush, you know, they had rush in Portal for a limited amount of time, but it was like technically an official game mode so you can get XP. The community kept saying over and over, "Hey, um this is the most playable mode." Um, you should keep this. We really like this. Mm, like two weeks ago, Dice was like, yeah, we removed Rush. What? Um, and the community is like, okay. And then on top of that, they, the weekly this last week was a cowboy skin for McKay that looks oddly like Woody from Toy Story. So the memes on Reddit have been really funny. Mm. Um, long story short, they put Rush back in the game because they shouldn't have removed yeah, it yeah, in the first okay. place. Um, there's, uh, I guess this company or this creator of cheats for 2042 that has stopped selling cheats because the game is so broken that the cheats don't work. Like the performance on the servers is so bad that the cheats actually don't work and nobody's playing the game. Oh, so it's a, <laughs> it's a way like, yeah. just as we yeah. can. Five head, <laughs> yeah. uh, big brain move, yeah. release a game that no one plays and doesn't work. And then cheats won't yeah, sell. And cheats. Um, so do they want people to play this game? I that's a great question, Andrew. Yeah. Um, be- I think they may try to move off of it, man. And I've seen. So what if ma- they pull a Final Fantasy fourteen? What if like they won't that they haven't been saying anything because they're actually just remaking oh, this entire Battlefield twenty forty three. Yeah, but here's the difference gotcha. with fourteen because I was playing the original game when this whole debacle went down. Square Enix, the very first thing they did was send out a letter that said. This game is a disaster. We're sorry. Here uh-huh. we, we are making it free to play. Okay. Um, so the first thing they did was acknowledge how bad the game was. Forgive the player or forgive, you know, everybody who bought it by giving them free subscription. Dice 
hasn't acknowledged anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About but what I'm game. saying, like, if, if, if they, I was if they bet, come back, if I was a betting man, they will make Battlefield 2042 free to play. If I, I, was I wouldn't man. be surprised, which would piss me off even more because I paid a hundred dollars for it. You paid a hundred? Well, we wanted to get early access. Come oh on, well, guys. because I got uh, what did I, it included the the oh yeah the season pass. But um, he's gonna win and got a war. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm not. Oh, to, to make it go on sale? sale. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the plus and minus. Pay, pay, pay over for Battlefield. He's for a crap. I may, I may just end up buying it, but I'm like, there, there's other games I, I have to play in the meantime. But um, yeah. Yeah. So the the game launched. There's uh, supposedly a season pass, right? It's a year season pass. There's supposed to be four seasons. There's no season pass. Oh, and kind the, of like how uh, I'm promised a character for buying it on a certain console, and then I don't get the character in for two. Would years that be after. Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a better <laughs> chance of Spider-Man probably showing up. Oh yeah, he can, and he's awful. There's a better chance of Avengers actually being with no story. Yeah. Um, this game is a <laughs> a colossal train wreck to the point where people like me who we're like holding on. We're like, we still like this game. It's got good bones. You just got to fix it. Are now, are we're now jumping off the ship. We're like, yeah, I, I you know, I want to watch the whale burn. Yes. Um, I don't know what's happening, but because of this game, I'm never pre-ordering an EA or dice game. I'm never buying an EA dice game on release. That includes Battlefront three. That includes Fallen Jedi, whatever. That includes Titanfall three. I'm never, ever, 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 ever buying something on release until. The community gives its blessing because this game is a giant disaster. And I, the way they've managed it, uh, they've managed the game has just baffled me to no end because I don't understand how a AAA game can be this bad, not only at launch, but then the, the month following of just basically radio silence. No word and like no support for the players that are still playing, which by the way, um, Steam, the highest player count for the game was 100,000. There's like 7,000 people playing now. So 93% of the player base on Steam is gone. Is gone, And I'm sure it's similar <clears throat> for Origin. Um, there's been screenshots of people looking for matches for like over an hour, and they can't find oh any my gosh. because nobody's playing. That's like the opposite of uh, the <clears throat> Final Fantasy 14, yeah. where people yes. can't get on because there's too many <clears throat> yeah. people playing. So... To answer your question, will they do a Final Fantasy fourteen? No. Why? Because it's EA and it's DICE. And I don't know that they're actually capable of doing it. Yeah. Because and it's, and it's Battlefield. <clears throat> yeah, and it's Battlefield. And like when have they ever Yes, they've fixed quote unquote fixed battlefields over time, but the difference is four launched as a complete game that was buggy. Mm-hmm. This launched as a incomplete, incomplete game that, that is buggy. terribly buggy. Yeah. Um Right, and that's and so something happened with Halo is similar because I've still been playing quite a bit of Halo. Is when you first booted up Halo, you they had big team battle, and then right before like the first week of December, a bug happened to where no one could play big team battle. It was just inaccessible. Mm. Then, I mean, and they should. People went on winter break for two, three weeks, and then now the next patch is supposed to happen in a week or two. So now we you can't play big team battle for the last two months in Halo, and it just came the idea of Call of Duty, which you were talking about the Woody skin. Did you see that Call of Duty released a skin for a character look like Levi from Attack on Titan? Oh, okay. That was a that was a big thing. 
that happened that there was a big uproar about. But Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Halo, Halo being the better of the three, all release in October, November, and then they all have bugs and problems, or they need patches or added. Like Halo is Halo's Infinite's multiplayer isn't complete. They need to add things to it. There wasn't even Team Slayer on release. They just had they had to put that in. But then it goes right into the holiday season, and then they're gone for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then because they're gone for the three weeks, not that delays everything even more. Right. So that patch that you wanted, you know, at the beginning of the year now is more towards February. And mm-hmm. you want the people to t- take breaks, but maybe don't release your game a month before or a month and a half before Christmas holiday, break yeah. if it's not ready. Yeah. Which arguably all three of those games were not ready. They're, yeah as like a complete product but at least infinite released and it was free right yeah so it's like yeah. multiplayer yeah and and if battlefield did something similar i don't think there would have been an outcry but what people are like me are saying is i paid money for this i i think call of duty was complete it's just nobody was really interested yeah it was not pe- the world war ii setting the call of duty russian uh, fatigue because it's a year every year you get a cod you know female russian um the other thing i uh, forgot Sorry. about 2042 is well the only legitimate female fighters a lot of them were with the soviet <laughs> yeah that's true so they so, just they just threw yeah, everyone yeah at there's it. like no, 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 I, no, saw, I watched some story cut scenes i was like wow this is like cool right and her it be the the agents agents uh the main characters they all have special abilities like seen through walls and stuff her special ability is she can clamber up stuff and slide under things that sounds like specialists. All women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, uh, speaking of which, the. But not just that, but like her ability is just a thing you can do in literally any other game. This is the, like Titanfall, <laughs> you can climb up anything and slide under anything. But the other guys can't. They can just see through walls, which is super helpful. Yeah, and yeah. super power. Well, that was funny because people were, remember before <clears throat> Battlefield came out, they're complaining about Pike, the girl who could see through walls. And then somebody said, this was. <laughs> We were assuming that there was going to be cover that you could see people through, <laughs> and it's just the yeah, flat field. Yeah, yeah, there's like no like that's arguably like the most useless skill that you yeah. have in Battlefield is seeing through walls. It's like, well, when am I going to use this? Yeah. The the one the couple bright things about the game is so the voice actor who plays Angel, which is like the most notorious specialist because he's the most out of touch, like, um, stereotype. Well, he's for the setting of like this dark like everybody's getting displaced because you know the uh there's environmental disasters like all over the place Mm -hmm. but after the round he'll be like you know don't be sad uh this is just how it works out sometimes (laughs) so the voice actor uh got wind of this because it's been like memeing all over the place where people are making like posters of angel and stuff yeah and uh they asked him to like so how do you feel about all the uh, notoriety he's like i don't know but all i can say is don't be sad <laughs> this is just how so he's totally That's jumping great. on the train and like obviously people don't hate him because yeah, he's just yeah. the voice actor but that's the one bright spot um the other thing i forgot to mention hazard zone the would have been br yeah. apparently they stopped tracking the stats because nobody's playing it yeah so um <laughs> surprise surprise no one actually really likes bad beers yeah, so uh, all that to say, I pretty much stopped playing the game a couple weeks ago, and I transitioned to some other games hmm. that are finished and actually good. Um, the first one is a game that I honestly didn't think I would ever play, and I got it for Christmas. It's this game called uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, Scott got me the game for Christmas, and I was like, 
over you know i had no interest playing the game a couple years ago but i think after playing like valheim um grounded because we had sort of the scott and i had an interesting um discussion where i was telling him about grounded and how that made me want to play breath of the wild and i showed him grounded he's like oh actually playing breath of the wild makes me kind of want to play grounded (laughs) so i started playing the game and uh I mean, it's a breath of fresh air after Battlefield. Honestly, it's a breath of fresh. It's a breath yes. of wild fresh air. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. So this is why you don't have the chair <laughs> or or <a> mic. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you guys talking about or, over there? You also don't have a house on my Valheim property. What? Uh, you got rid of my house? You, you do actually. Oh, um, I no. actually made it look better. Yeah, he actually made it. You made my house look better. He I gave did. you. He gave you glass windows. I'll beat you up. It actually, touch looks, my house. it actually looks like a manger scene now. Yeah, it looks like the nativity scene. That's what I said when I saw it. Um, I am the one who's promised. Mm. Yeah, but I never thought I would play Breath of the Wild. I think you're Joseph. And, <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit, bang <laughs> my wife! I would definitely be one of the one of the goats in the background. The goats. Like, you're not even, like you're not even one of the people. Yeah, I I sent my dad a funny Christmas card about the nativity scene where it was Joseph talking to Mary, and he's like. I'm sorry, I forgot to book the hotel. (laughs) And Mary's just like sitting with her back turned, like all pissed off. Um, No, I never thought I'd play this game. And uh, for the time being, I've I've enjoyed it. It's the first Zelda I've played since... I can't even remember the last Zelda I played. I think it was... It might have been Oracle of Seasons. Mm Might have been the last game. But that was what, like... 90s. (laughs) Yeah, it was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, Did you not play Oracle? Not Oracle. Ocarina? No, I did, but I think it wasn't Oracle after. Mm, Ocarina no. was in the 90s as well. Ocarina was like when... That was like 90. That's true. No, it was true. like 93. I'm pretty sure Oracle was... I forgot was, my 90s. Oracle was like I was GBA playing Ocarina when. into the 2000s. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oracle is before Ocarina. That can't be true. Because I went through and played them on by release date, and I'm pretty sure I played Are you sure? Oracle Seasons. And Andrew's... And, or not Andrew. Anthony is... Uh, because it's Oracle of Seasons and Time and yes. Ages. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Yes. And those were a Game Boy Color release. Were they really? Yes. They weren't GBA? No. The GBA was Minish Cap. Anyways, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Good game. Uh, been cooking. Yeah. Doing nice. a lot of cooking. Yeah, I was did, actually... you, did you cook up a lot of uh, pixel, bad pixel looking ones? Uh, Like the rotten food or yeah i think it's, it's i only it's did called, like it's it's if you make something wrong it look it's like all pixelated yeah, yeah, yeah. it's supposed looking. to be gross yeah i love that because it's like purposely right, bad i only did like one or two of those <laughs> oh a blank a blank web blank page. screen um why does your internet suck andrew <laughs> why are you yeah why, andrew, why, andrew, why, andrew, is, it, why is it me <laughs> um oh, ben why would i blame you <laughs> i uh i was surprised that i got all of the uh like the powers really early on. Yeah. I thought that would yeah. be, cause you know, I'm used to Zelda games. And, being and like, you can do anything in any order, any order. Cause I, I'm used to like, Oh, you get the hook shot in this dungeon then you yep. get the blah, blah, blah. But the powers are super fun. Like the, you know, the magnet and what? There's like a weird buzz happening. No. But... Um, it's cause it's dice trying to like, yeah. get me to go back to battle. I won't do it. Um, <laughs> they hear you. They know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, uh, I'm at like the Zora temple, which it's funny because I talked to Scott and he's like, this is interesting because the you fact know, that you I can... am wrong. Yes. Oh, I, I, I knew it. 
I knew it was why, after. Why did I play these? Do I that, swear it was after. But it it is on the Game Are Boy Color. Are you sure Color. you didn't play is them it? in chronological order instead of release yes, date because order? The, is there the such chron- a thing? Chronological order, I'd be playing Skyward Sword first. Is that true? Yes. And you'd be know, playing Breath of the Wild Dead last, probably, ones. right? Yes. Because Breath of the Wild's like, what, a Way thousand in years in the future? Yeah. A hundred, yeah. Um. Well, is it a hundred? We don't know. Andrew, no, they, they, I can't trust. No, it's hold on, Ben. We yeah. don't know what Andrew says is right anymore now. Okay. He's <laughs> wrong about this. He could be wrong about. Uh, no, because in Ocarina of Time, they split off three different timelines depending on the different, you know, whether or not the he survived as a kid, whether or not he died as older Link or question though uh, but if he survived as a kid wouldn't he also if he died as an adult wouldn't he have also survived as a kid yes but when you with the kid he's able to uh point out ganondorf's conspiracy and scheming and they he gets pig pig ganondorf no no, normal normal ganondorf Ganondorf. and so then and so he doesn't get to take over but if you save it as the adult uh, he's already taken over and, and done a lot of stuff. Still so one of the it, scariest bosses. It's it creates three different timelines, and the original game is based off of the timeline if Link died during the final fight with Ganondorf. So most of the games are actually after chronologically are after Ocarina of Time. <clears throat> <laughs> but and Skyward Sword is the origin of everyone. So it's like the first Link, the first Zelda, the first the first Link, and first, yeah, there so, are multiple. Yes, yeah. each it's each, a reincarnation. Each every time, time it's a reincarnation of Link is the hero of courage, Zelda is the um, hero of wisdom, and then Ganon is the hero of it's not Link power frozen in yeah. in like some shrine. Oh, that's somewhere. like the Triforce. Yeah, that is the Triforce. Yeah. <laughs> so the three of it's them true. are like it's like a faded thing that the three of them will always be present in some kind of world calamity calamity ganon yeah um i stopped at the zora temple because he told me to go up river and i was like i'm not gonna do what you tell me and i went and did <laughs> other shrines i said <laughs> you, you might you my dad I was like, you're the fish person you yeah. go save your the, place the, from flood weird hot fish prince hot yeah he's like hey whose sister was in love with Link? What I love is uh, the way I stumbled upon it was this, there was a Zora in the middle of the field somewhere and he was just in this pond and he's like, don't tell the prince I'm, I'm supposed to be looking for like a, a, he- a Hylian or whatever. <laughs> it's like, but I'm just swimming. It's like, will you go see the prince, please? And don't tell him. So I stopped because uh, a certain game went on sale. And I bought it. Finally. Ben knows what Plant it is. Plant side two. No, uh, it's free. <laughs> but um, you pay for it. I did pay for it with my life. <laughs> I paid many hours. Um, Resident Evil 2 mm. remake mm. went on sale and I bought it and I beat it in like two days. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's the perfect game to play in that short time period. I could not stop yeah, two playing. Two play sessions? Basically, like, yeah. I beat Leon's story in almost, almost one play session and then Claire's, it took a couple. Well, it, of course, the second run of Claire. Yeah. But, um... I was so excited because I was like, my boy Leon, I'm back. And uh, it's just so much fun. It was such a fun game. It's a really good game. Good story. The puzzles uh, very much reminded me like 4, but it's 
it's very different in that you know you're not just like suplexing and going yeah. guns blazing. You have to kind of conserve ammo. Shooting cha- chainsaw. Yeah. Chainsaw <clears throat> Run away from uh, the tyrant as they go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. X. Mr. X. Which is where does that name come from? Because he was always it was in the books. Ah, okay. So Mr. X slash tyrant um, was great. Claire's story was my favorite when the uh, the G Birkin basically just like stabs a hole into him and just kills him instantly. I was like, whoa. Because he's such a big part in Chris's playthrough and then in Leon's. In yeah, Leon's, in Leon's, Leon's, Leon's like playthrough and then Claire's, he just gets beat by <laughs> by uh, the doctor. Yeah. The, just, the tyrant does? Mr. X? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, really? He's uh, he's trying like Claire and uh, the little girl. What's her name? Sherry. Sherry. They're they're stuck in an elevator, and the tyrant's like trying to open the door, and then suddenly like this giant hand just like bursts Stabs through, through, and then he just rips like his whole torso off. And the so who do you fight at the end of Claire's run? Then? Birkins. Birkin. Ah. Birkin. Basically, he just becomes more and more grotesque and mutated until he's literally like consuming an entire train <laughs> don't you fight you fight birkin as leon a couple of times don't you you do you, okay uh the leon you fight him when you go into like the underground of the the police station yeah. and then you fight him you fight him towards the end but the final boss for leon's first run is, is the, the tyrant, tyrant. Yeah. as you're trying to escape the tyrant with his like firearm yeah. or whatever but claire's felt more like the well because it was the second run i i'm assuming if i had played Claire and then Leon, it would have been similar. I don't know. Ask the guy who's beaten the game yeah. 26 times. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's been a while, but I'm pretty it's sure. <laughs> because it because the first run always cuts at the train, so you don't fight the final Birkin. So it it could be that if Leon was my second run, I'd you, fight. You would, yeah, you would still Birkin. fight the Titan tyrant. Uh, tyrant, but then you would get further in the cutscene and be able to fight the final okay, Birkins. Okay. Yeah, because Claire's, the second <clears throat> run definitely felt more like the true. I have heard that the best, like, for story-wise, the best way to play is Leon than Claire. So I played it the best. And that's how nice. it originally, the original game, Claire, Claire 2 is the official ending because... Uh, Leon to Sherry's like dead, ends up dead, and Sherry's really? in the later games, so that's not a canon ending. Well, yeah, because but in, in this in this version, it doesn't matter who you play as second time. Sherry will be alive. Okay. Yeah, Sherry has to be alive because then she teams up with Wesker's son in Resident Evil Six. Yep, Resident Evil Six. It's a great game. <laughs> And the logo I'm... definitely doesn't look like a person giving a draft head. I need to look up that logo. Yep. Um, what? <laughs> you need to look it up? I, well, I, I mean, Is I that just the can't... only game you played? Uh, you listed like three games. He's played a lot. Well, no, and then I played... Uh... Oh, I... <laughs> I only told Ben this. I did get a VR headset. Oh, what? I got a Quest 2. Nice. Um, spent about... To play t- Resident Evil 4? Maybe. Uh, I spent about two hours kind of setting it up and realized I didn't download Steam VR. <laughs> so I was trying to like I booted up Phasmo to see like if I could get it to work, but I think it's working now. So nice. Gonna dive into some of that and try not to get dizzy. Yeah. Have you played anything on it yet? 
I was like in the starting room starting for Phasmo, just like practicing picking up. It's going to take some getting used yeah. to. Like, I'm not used to. Are you to doing the... teleporting or full motion? Because teleporting does help if you get dizzy at the beginning. Yeah, so you you like move your joystick and it'll put like a little teleport and then you just zap to that. That's how most people get motion sick. Oh. Uh, usually do. Full motion is for people that it's not bothered and they have their sea legs with VR. I'll have to try because I, I don't actually know if I would get because when I play Resident Evil, I was fine. Okay. Like, uh, and that's full motion. Did you do full motion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full motion? Full, but, motion. Uh, full motion. But I was uh, it's it's definitely, you know, I was like, oh, I was trying to um, move the stick to turn and realizing, that, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I just turn around. I, <laughs> see, I, I, I do use it and I put it up way high, which again would make people sick. But I like to be able to turn fast instead, yeah. of, instead of having to turn around. Well, on Phasmo, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, because you need to be able to turn on dime. But I, I'm gonna definitely get like uh, I'm gonna try to get squadrons to work it if I can. I don't know how that. If you have it, do you have it on Steam or? No, I have it on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know how to that get that for the xbox yeah app. i don't i'm not sure i haven't tried okay if if i have to buy it i i won't bother because i'm not gonna buy squadrons just <laughs> to play vr um vader immortal is absolutely a game i'm gonna play all three episodes or whatever because uh gotta do that and uh what was the other one is four there's, like there's like a bounty yeah, hunter forewarned is in it's a bounty hunter, bounty hunter game and there was a major major update that added a lot of no, new stuff to it so be cool to try that out yeah so i'm gonna definitely dive into the vr world and try to... we should uh play some arizona sunshine it's a zombie shooter multiplayer zombie shooter in vr it's pretty funny yeah nice finally yeah. works now yeah okay it always works we couldn't get to work that was cross play with the quest and the quest too yeah so no cross play with were you playing with your just index Crossplay with just the headset. Okay, he's hooked to his PC. Okay, so you guys would be able to play together. Mm-hmm. That's what I was wondering too, because the Quest has its own yeah. microphone. Yeah. In it, so like technically, when you play, do you have like a headset on? You just nope. You just play. Okay. I just play. With I was that. wondering, like, am I gonna have to have like a headset and the Quest too? But I mean, you can if you want a better mic. If you have a better mic, but yeah, but then know. if I'm like standing further away, it may not be better, mm-hmm. you know, because I have my blue snowball. But you know, what I mean, like a, a high end headset. Oh, with a better like, with a mic. Oh, yeah. I've seen people use that with a Quest. Well, I have to give it a shot and see like how it sounds to you. I, I mean, you guys played a lot of Phasma with me in VR. Did it sound sounds fine? Uh, yeah. I in fact, I didn't even realize you were using a different mic. Mm-hmm. So. It was just the headset. Yeah. But. Uh, Anyway, yeah, dice sucks, Anthony. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Suck it, dice. No. What games do you play? You know what games I play. Then. I do, football. actually. <laughs> I have been playing quite a bit of football, unfortunately. Yeah, the NFL app booting up right now. It's I, do, I mean, there's <laughs> playoffs going on as we're doing Oh, is this. that today? Yeah, that is. Uh no, other than playing football, I'd started back up Witcher 3 after watching the second season of Witcher. Mm-hmm. Very close. I reached a point in the game where they say, hey, no returning. You can't do okay, certain okay. missions after that. So you could say it's kind of getting pretty serious. You could say, yeah. Um, it's getting real. So, Ratchet and Clank has that moment, too. Oh. Yeah. 
that's the. Uh, but I had already hundred percent by that time. So the final. Oh yeah, by the time by the time I got there, it's like, yeah. hey, you should be level twenty two. I'm like almost level thirty. I'm like, oh, I think I'm okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Think I'm good to go. <laughs> uh, because I I just ran out of things to do. I was like, oh, I can't do anything else really yeah. right now. So I'll continue the story. Um, so I'll be I'll finish that. You know, within the next year, because. Mm-hmm. Who knows how everything? How long that mm-hmm. end thing is? Yeah, collectively from how long The Witcher is, and this is not including DLC. Yeah, so, so that's oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about just base beating the base game because there's the that, DLC is, is Blood and Wine. There's Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone. Yeah, I've heard Blood and Wine is really good. Yeah, I've heard. The, I mean, I heard yeah. they're both really good, but yeah. Blood and Wine is like yeah. exceptional. They should release a <clears> DLC where you can build a gaming PC as the Witcher character. Oh, but it's actually just him, like in character. Yeah. No, but then I played Deep Rock with you guys, yeah. which is uh, quite a bit of fun. Um, and then, I mean, other than that, just been playing Halo. Really, it's it's just kind of killing time until Elden Ring comes out, which will be in February. Is it February already? Mm, oh my gosh. Mm. And then... Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's January. Well, I know now it's January. But it comes out in February? Is this yeah, it's like the first or second week of February. Wow, that's really fast. Okay. If I remember correctly. And then in March, the new uh, WWE game comes out, 2K. Oh, okay. Uh, the new 2K comes out, and I've been pretty excited for that because they've been on a hiatus. They went a year. They went a year without it, and when it's coming back, it's bringing back old modes I used to love to play as a as a kid with the the GM mode and different things like that. So, other than that, just having babies and taking care of that. So you've been playing baby VR. Did you you beat Guardians? I did beat Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of talked a little bit yeah. like when you were talking about it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. One of my favorite things about it is I would talk to Andrew, and Andrew was like chapters behind me and he'd bring up characters as i was experiencing them <laughs> and then i would try to not say anything to spoil stuff with him andrew would be like yeah you know what you, you know lady uh uh what's her name the warmonger chick uh hellbender yeah lady hellbender yeah like so in the comics lady hellbender <laughs> actually ends up you know one of the first people she fights is feng feng foom and I'm literally like talking to him as I'm fighting Fing Fang Foom. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then he's all like, so actually, Nikki in the comic books is uh, one of the original Guardians. I was like, oh, as I'm finishing the game and I'm seeing Nikki's story come to fruition. I'm like, yeah. And it's just like Andrew's just not at this point in the game being like, did you know this character does this? And I literally, I'm experiencing it. I was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when you're watching a movie and you, you have the scenes with like commentary. Like yeah, yeah, the scenes are going. yeah, that's that. That was kind of is what it felt like. It was it was a lot of me just going like, oh yeah, absolutely, but with like not trying to bring it up and be like, hey Andrew, guess what's about to happen? Uh, yeah, yeah, and like Marvel companion. I don't think I brought it up to you, but one of the first things I was like, man, it's really weird that like Nikki's whole design is different from. No, the, you did the bring that up to me. Oh yeah, because and you- it was like, and then later, like I see it's she like uses hair dye. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, I guess. Well, because the game wants yeah. you to believe that yeah, it's Star-Lord's kid. Yeah. And that's the reason why yeah. she's dying her hair. But mm-hmm. then it reveals other things about it. Yeah. So it's a great game. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I think everyone should I think give the, it a shot and play I it. I think the favorite of mine was they bring up this cult in like this cult is like a big part of the game. And 
at the beginning they said there was a person born of light who caused it all. I was like, oh, that'd be funny if it was Adam Warlock. And then it was like, oh, it's it, a, it's it Adam is Adam Warlock. Warlock. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I totally called it. And then <laughs> AJ goes, does he always talk like that? And I was like, well, I didn't actually see it. Oh, him. so yeah. <laughs> it was the one time I was like, finally, Andrew's it's talking like about that. a character that I can talk to him about. Yeah. And he like brought up, he brought up Ad- uh, Adam Warlock. And I was like, like oh, three I was like, missions before you yeah, actually I was like, oh, see he, Adam Warlock. Oh. I was like, oh, does he always talk like this? And then Andrew's like, and dot dot dot. And I was like, "Wait, what?" He's uh, he's like, "I haven't met Adam Warlock yet." <laughs> and I was I was like, "Uh, he's not in this game. What are you talking about?" I was like, "Uh, forget about it." Yeah, Will Poulter. Yeah, and it was just like it was just really funny. He's like, "Wait, isn't that the next mission?" I was like, "No, there's like two or three missions." Yeah, I got that. lost in the sauce. And then he was of... like, "He's like, oh, okay." <laughs> so, but then it was like. Uh, it was like an hour later. I go, okay, so I met Adam Warlock, and she goes, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I... Yeah, how he... The timeline on which Andrew beat the game <laughs> was beyond me, because he there were certain have, times... He doesn't have babies. Yeah. Well, no, but there were certain times I'm like, he should already be at this point, oh. and then he wasn't, and then there were other times he's like, all right, I'm at this point. I'm like, and, and you were literally <laughs> just at this point, like 20 minutes ago. How did you get there so fast? Yeah. <laughs> so it was... He's like him going through a time loop while yeah, he's playing that Yeah, I was using my game. Dimensionator and going through different dimensions. Uh, wow. So. Andrew also didn't say that he beat the game and then started it back up. Oh, yeah, I'm already... Like right away. I think I'm already a third of the way through New Game The game Plus. has... Oh, the Ratch- game has... Ratchet Clank. Ratchet Clank. Oh, Ratchet Clank. Yeah. No, no, no. Guardian. Guardian, Guardians, I think, is, deserves a second New Game Plus playthrough. I could see that. I think I got just all... to see other versions. I mean, yeah. ultimately the story will that end was, the same, but just a, to see the other thing, aspects of it. I, I guess I am curious to see. I because I know I was making choices, and it kept like in the upper corner. It's like so and so remember, or like because you did this, this might happen. It's like does that change anything? Yes, like, and so it does. It doesn't change. The story still does it, but it changes. Here, a good example is uh, there's a uh, a one where you come across Cosmo, right? Yeah. And you can either help him or not help him successfully. Yeah. If you help him successfully, he'll show up in the end of the game. Which and, he did for me. And clear a whole section for you. If you don't help him, you have, you to, fight that. You have to fight the whole Okay, section. so, so it's, it's, thing, it's, it's just things, combat stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, things like okay. that. If you do because this, I know, then... I know there's like, these... If you... I know if you choose Rocket over Groot, he also... Rocket is like such a... A, like a douche to Lady Hellbender that he just like takes out a bunch of stuff. So you have more of a like game. It's like a stealth element when you're doing the Groot stuff versus Rocket, which is just combat. And then like you can choose to have Gamora, like you can stop Gamora from going after that one dude. And if you do, you have her for the combat. But if you don't, she's not there for the combat. It's, so the combat's harder. But. It's more like Telltale butterfly effect where no matter what you choose the ending will always be the same yeah i just thought it would be yeah the game is the game will always yeah. be you, the you, same you kind of assumed quantum dream butterfly effect where yeah or you could have a completely different ending or not even just that but like the stuff that affects isn't story beat stuff it's just it affects gameplay yes yeah, mm-hmm. you you yeah. all go through this section of the game the same yeah. but how you go through it is different depending yeah. on your choices type yeah of, type of thing you ultimately still fight the boss. I do kind of but... wish, like, they did a weird thing where, like, you did the whole uh, singing along with Toothless. And I was like, 
or lipless. And I was like, are they going, is, is he going to come back? Like, what was that for? And he doesn't. No, his thing is he gives you a ticket to oh, that's right, to the, the, Emporium. the Emporium, where you, otherwise you would have to buy your way in. Yeah, okay. exactly. So small things like that. Yeah. I yeah. spent a lot of money in it. I didn't pay my fine. Oh, I absolutely paid the you fine. You should have yeah. paid but, the fine. But they're, like, here's a good example <laughs> with the Novacorp. If you're able to convince them, they come and help you. Yeah, if you don't, they, they, they don't come me, yeah. and help you. Yeah, so. I think I got, I, I did the best that you could with all the choices. Like, I don't think there was a single choice that, other than spending my money on technically, did stuff. you you chose Groot instead of Groot. Uh, Rocket, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think if you choose Rocket, uh, Hellbender pays you less money, but you end up making up the money in the mission recovering Rocket because you like robber or something. Oh, okay. So ultimately, you leave the area with the, with same, the same amount of money, money no matter what. But yeah. how you get it is different. And then there's a at the for the end credits where it's talking about each person. Uh, it talks about how Groot will uh, pretend to be the doppelganger yes. to freak out the crew. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. So, what have you been? What have you All been right, playing? I've been playing a good amount of stuff. Also, uh, went back into Valheim, built a bunch of stuff. <laughs> of course, yes, he did. And uh, I don't. I, I feel like I don't need to play the game. I just Ben plays it, and then <laughs> I watch him uh, as he takes me That's through yeah. uh, what he's built. And, and then, I go, and then I just keep building more and more yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I go, cool. I experienced the new update. I'm still logged out in the um, one of the boxes for the combatants. He built uh, like a because I uh, binged season four of Karate Kid, and I wanted to build like a, <laughs> a championship ring. So it's like a gladiator, but gladiator more like ring, more yeah. like for martial yeah. arts, yeah. you know. But he built two little like boxes for the combatants, and so I. I went into it. I sat down. I just logged out. <laughs> so I'm waiting, stuck in waiting for the fight. Yeah. Well, I was like, I tried to take a nice picture, but I couldn't get it like outside of the. Hmm. Also uh, played the pedestrian, which was an interesting puzzle 2D platformer where you're uh, the basic like walk stick figure walk symbol. Or or bathroom symbol yeah, yeah. or the pedestrian crossing like crosswalk, yeah, crosswalk. Yeah, i was thinking of that yeah and you're like jumping through things collecting things putting it you're there's mats and you connect them in a certain way that gets you through it so like a door you put a mat up top right and then you connect a door to another door on this other map mat and you go through that door and it goes to that mat and then you find your way to the exit, uh, unlocking power things that lift you up and down or open doors or power up things to get huh. further. Mm. And it's all in this realistic looking environment that keeps moving the further you get in the in the mats, through the mats. Hmm. It, Sounds kind of fun. It's pretty interesting. Puzzle. Yeah. I also uh, started and beat Goro Goa. Mm. Which is a puzzle game that messes with perception, and it's pictures that you move around in a four, oh my gosh. four, four different panes, and you go through, grab the picture, move it over here, and so you can. Uh, it's hard to explain. Say like there's a picture of a castle, and then you're this kid over here with a door that doesn't go anywhere. 
So you zoom in on the castle here to a doorway and then move that picture over top of the picture with the kids. Oh, so the kid crazy. goes through that door and comes ben out somewhere was playing else. this game and I went, how do you keep track of anything? Like, and it, it gets, that would can, drive me nuts. You can zoom in on the pictures like like three or four times and it's like, so... Wh- I and was so like, there's the kid and then it pops up this another picture of a guy thinking about something you zoom into what he's thinking and it's a completely different world with different things you can move around and well, yeah that's, that's and ridiculous. there's like four panels so it's not just like you trying to interact with one you thing. could yeah. you could have it's like four different storylines going on at the same time and zooming in and out of those storylines yeah. to <laughs> be able to get for further in the pain up top left that's it sounds like pain. Yeah. All right. It, it was it was awesome. It sounds fun. Like it's one of those games where it'd be fun to watch Ben play it. And yeah. if I played it, I would pull my hair out. Yeah, probably. probably. There was a couple times that I got stuck, but it definitely seemed like a podcast game. <laughs> it, Is it I, though? I was listening to podcast. <laughs> yes. I feel like you might have to I would have to concentrate so deeply. But on it's it. just it's just one of those things where it's like a lot of it also love- is like um trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of yeah. like put this there, put this there, yeah. put this well, there. That's how in Resident Evil Two when there was uh, the puzzles with the freaking like circuit things. Oh yeah, I was yeah. just like, I would just click a bunch Flipping of stuff and then it would eventually uh, go through. I'm the, like, all right, okay, maybe you shouldn't play this. There's game. there's an not. achievement when you're playing a Sherry to get the scissors and get out of that room and under like a minute or like thirty thirty the first seconds. Room. Yeah. Oh yeah. That she shows up in. So you have to know exactly where you'll place the things to open up the door to get the scissors to open up the doll. Because you have to, you talk about the first room with the blocks and then you get the scissors and then you got to yep. cut open the cardboard. Yep. yep. Okay. And you Jeez. have to do it in under like a certain amount of time. And of it's course. Ridiculous. So you have to know exactly where the things are <laughs> and what, what spot to put them in when you start it up. Well, like the puzzles do get easier on this. Like when I went through Claire's thing, I was like, okay, I already know where all this stuff mm-hmm. is. So yeah. I'll just do it. Although they, they keep it interesting by like you get, you don't get some things that Leon gets. Like you don't get the little mm-hmm. pipe thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, gunk played that. Yeah. That was, gunk. it was interesting so far. Uh, played through Halo infinite on legendary. And that was awesome. The campaign. Yep. Oh, you went. You went through it on. Went legendary. through it first time on legendary. Uh, I can see where Anthony <laughs> was was uh, talking about. It's perfectly fine until you get to bosses. Bosses just kick you in the nuts, and it's literally just keep shooting and hope you survive, and keep running and throwing everything mm-hmm. you got at them. Well, and Chief has big nuts. Yeah. So yeah. It's okay. <clears throat> He's got big balls. Well, and Ben's willing to do things gameplay wise. I'm not willing. Yeah, like cheese. cheap through. <laughs> uh, there was one hammer guy who I found that he wouldn't. He'd like run around. There's like a a mid size wall that I'd jump back and forth, and he had to run around it. And that's how I beat him that way. And then the the other ones, I just keep going at it for like hundred deaths and Not just keep going. going. I, keep going. I think you would hate watching me play video games. Why you cheese? Oh everyone? yeah. Oh yeah. You like, cheese stuff? If I oh, can, well, if, I already know you're a cheater. Well, cheating, we cheating, texted about this. Cheating's different than, uh, there was Skyrim, Skyrim. uh, no, Oblivion, the one of the DLC, I somehow was able to glitch myself into the ground. And he uh, built a horrible, like, he did not my know character, how to play RPGs back then. Yeah, my character was <laughs> not good at all, 
And so I was fighting this final boss, glitched into the ground. Uh, he couldn't hit me, but I could hit him. His but weapons broke because my, his his proficiency was so bad my, in the <laughs> weapon he was so, using. So I sat there uh, using magic constantly, dwindling it little by little, uh, ran out of mana, so I had to sit there and punch him uh, to death. Uh <laughs> And I would have rather done that than actually try to fight him, like, act, like actually. Yeah, but would you have actually been able to? Beat no, him? he would I not don't have. You ran out of magic, and 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 his knife broke because he swung at him so and, many times. And I think ultimately in games, this is where my struggle with certain games are. It's it's my weird relationship with Souls games, mm-hmm. where the bosses are great. When I play the bosses of dark soul games it's beautiful it's well done it's well Mm. put together you feel when you lose you lose because it's your fault you made the mistake in souls games at at boss levels i think bosses are are fair see i felt that way with bloodborne i feel in the first dark souls uh a lot of it is cheese really for the bosses um for with for certain bosses i i had a hard time with the game for a long time because it was like uh like either the hitbox was weird or like i couldn't move around like a weird little stone in the ground and it blocked me and my character glitched and that's why i died and i felt like a lot of the times i died was because oh the, there's still the game ultimately is jank. i like, still think like, there's ultimate frustration yeah, when he yeah, says cheese he means the bosses are cheesing him yeah, yeah 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 i mean i don't feel like i don't feel like the bosses are cheap correct i mean yeah, i don't yeah, feel yeah. the bosses oh, yeah, are yes. cheap like, like you're talking you, about you still have to do stuff to, yeah, yeah yeah so like i feel like and that's ultimately the reward of those games is when yeah. you beat the bosses but i feel the frustration ultimately here a good example is dark souls 2 where which i've heard is the worst one so. uh, it is the worst one it's still a fun game but when you go fight the last, I want to say his name is the last dragon rider. It's like the f- first or second boss you can fight. Mm-hmm. On your way there, you have to fight the giant guardians where you'll fight them in these, where it's like you fight them ultimately one-on-one and you're like, oh, this is pretty tough. You finally get good at beating them. You get to a bonfire. Then now you have to go fight two of them in this arena and that feels a little bit cheap because I feel it's lazy. It's going, you just had a hard time with one of them now, what if we just did two? And mm-hmm. Infinite does this sometimes with like hunters and other different things. Hey, that hunter you just fought is super tough. Now imagine if you fought two of them. Okay, now imagine you fought two of them in a closed corridor mm-hmm. where you're just like, like it's just, it makes artificial difficulty. Mm-hmm. They don't have to, it's lazy game develop, it's lazy game design. Well, in hunters my, are always two. The, okay, yes, the hunters are always two, but then moving them into. <laughs> But the the uh, turret wielding gr- uh, not grunts uh, elites a- apes brutes brutes that that when they put two of those it's like how, what the what the Did hell you say turrets turrets yeah they yeah. they're holding Love turrets, turrets. <laughs> which slow which slow you down but not them and I I get that they're brutes but Master Chief is um, an enhanced human that yeah. literally has fist fights with brutes but anyways i digress but i i feel it's la- it's lazy game design right mm-hmm. in, in that element whereas in the dark souls 2 you fight these two and then they go what if you fought one but now it's on a tiny platform where mm-hmm. it's not the person is beating you it's the 
I have to change the way I play so I don't fall off, so like I don't do inner, this. Inner, inner Lando. Yeah, on Orlando. Yeah, yeah, where it's just like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, here's this small platform you have to walk across. And oh, now we're going to have nice arrows. throwing, shooting. Yeah, yeah shooting at you. Arrows. That stuff in Souls games is very frustrating, right? Yeah. Because when I feel the game goes, or if pretty you want it. All of the Blight Town. Yeah. If you want to get through this, you got to learn to be okay with cheesing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And for me, I refuse to cheese to the best of my ability mm-hmm. in the in those games. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I can see why you say it would be frustrating because certain games now, because I like games that are are hard. Like Mega Man is an excellent example. That's a, a tough game, yeah. but you can. A good example that I had to fight through a long time is um, scrolling enemies away in those 2D games mm. where like you have a tough enemy on screen and if you really wanted to, you can just run past them because then they don't <laughs> follow you because you screen them off. But if you yeah. go back a screen, they respawn even after you killed them type mm-hmm. of a thing. So there's a relationship there. It's a trade-off in between player and game developer saying that you can get through them if you run past them, but if you come back, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. So like... That's something I have to get through as a player of, I want to kill everything. So in those games, it's frustrating because once you kill it, you come well, back, that's, it's already that's a there. Thing with so Souls games is like, a lot of times they tell you, you know, just run, just run like just run And that's it. it yeah. that, and that's something that is yeah. some, tough for me to break. It's a Resident Evil mm-hmm. thing too. Like there's a lot of people that's like, don't waste your bullets on zombies, just run around them. And here's, and here's a great example of games that I, it took me a long time to give a chance. I wanted to get play Souls, and it took me forever to finally beat Sekiro, a game that there's running, but it, it, there's less of it. Like, yeah. b- because I f- the combat is more skill-based, in my opinion. But then, like you're talking about Resident Evil, it took me a long time to even like play certain Resident Evil games because there is a certain element of, no, just run past it. And it's like, well, I don't want... I don't yeah. want to run. I'm playing. I'm wanna. playing a video game. Know. Let me play the video game, and I understand that if it's a zombie apocalypse, maybe you would run around. Yeah, like run getting all the gold bolts and having infinite health and ammo. You cheater! Absolutely. <laughs> well, they provided. They provided how, me how, the how that happened. That's how I do Resident Evil because the after this first or second run through, if you did it well, you unlock like ridiculous equipment. So he, my problem for then isn't future run throughs. It, to a certain extent, I think you two are cheaters and should never be allowed to play video <laughs> games ever again. But what if? But no, they're they're providing me I, with the cheats. But that's that's what I'm saying. Is okay. jokingly, it, it, my problem isn't so much with you; it's with the game developers. For for example, creating a trophy list or whatever based on beat the game in this certain amount of time doing these certain things, and really the best way to do it is by using cheats. And it's like, well, don't build a run in a game where yeah. I'm supposed to use cheats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it feels it's as if it's like as if Grand Theft Auto made it so that you can only do a certain element of the game if you knew the cheat for the tank, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just like, no, no. The point of me using the cheats in Grand Theft Auto is to just run around and have fun and but, uh, which also, is just and, that. And also, that's, and like that's but, the thing with but it. also achievements and trophies don't mean anything to me. Uh, no, I just I get like that. having fun in the game. No, and that's and that's I understand that it's it's completely reasonable. And, and with the and we we talked about this before with the Ratchet and Clank games is like with the infinite ammo thing. <clears throat> one of my biggest criticisms for the Ratchet and Clank series is the limitation on ammo because it it really just doesn't make sense with 
like I get that they do it so that way you can they want you to they switch want weapons. you to switch weapons. But one of the biggest elements of the game is upgrading your weapons, and the only way to upgrade them is to use them. So it's like I have there's many weapons where it's like you have four ammo, so it's like I can use this four times, and it's like so I'm trying to upgrade this, and that's why the infinite ammo bolt is just like great because like I can use this weapon as much as I want and get to upgrade. But and then my argument would be then that's poor game design. <clears throat> don't have the weapon that's four bolt. That if your game is based on doing this, don't mm-hmm. build a weapon that goes against Well, that, I right? mean, I still did the grind and I got it like before. And that's literally... Is it a grind if you're using cheats? No, 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 no. Planet No, no, the... Uh, it's all you don't You don't get that bolt until like the end of the game. So no, it's know, really just... a new game plus thing. Um, and I... Other than two weapons, I maxed out their level before getting that bolt. So, uh, but then New Game Plus, they give you Omega weapons, and so it's like you could you can play the game perfectly fine and do what I'm doing. You have to play it a lot longer than I am, um, uh, and grind out even more. But, but I mean, I mean, that's ultimately what's the beauty of video games. You can just play them how you want to play. Exactly. Them. It's just yeah. my own personal opinion. Yeah. That's, and that's how, how I like certain and that's, video games, and that's so. why I like it when they provide those things. Now, uh, another thing is like games like uh, Age of Empires, you can put in the cheats that are there, but they tell you every time that as soon as you do that, it locks achievements. Yeah. And so. And um, those certain things, I'm okay. It's like the idea being that when people go, you know, every game should have an easy mode. It's like, well, no, every game should have an easy mode. You just can't play every video game. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of how it. Like, if your barrier into playing this game is it's because of its difficulty, Mm -hmm. guess what? You just can't play the game. Yeah. I'm like. Like is and again, there's elements to it of and, what and, type of difficulty the, are we talking and about? And the opposite and, of that discussion, or mods. I mean, you've talked yeah. about playing Dark Souls, so there are ways around it. Yeah. You know Sekiro. what I'm saying? Yeah, or Sekiro. Dark, there are Souls. certain ways around yeah, those. I played things, Dark Souls but. normal, and and there's like, and the opposite of that conversation is, I've seen people who get mad at including an, an easy mode, and it's just like, it's. If it, affects, if it affects game development, yes. If the game is supposed to be played a certain way and then now they have to dedicate resources to making an easy mode, well, let's say, then let's say I would have a problem. If Sekiro had the difficulty changer that Star Wars had, I would have played Sekiro normal because you could change down oh, the Fallen amount Jedi. Fallen Jedi, the amount before that you could uh, deflect. So it's not stupid... Uh, uh, what oh, are those the, called? The precision time. Yeah, precision. Change. Well, it, it's pretty much. Oh, the timing window yeah, for the, timing window. the perfect block yeah. type yeah. of a thing. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, and so that's. I, I mean, I get it, but yeah. I, I just saw a lot of criticisms for Ratchet and Clank when it came out. Is they were saying that they made the, the, the ability to make the game easy, uh, and that was a criticism against it. And I was like, but that's they made that a, the ability to make it easy. It's like, and you can you don't, play... And you don't start off with the infinite yeah. ammo. Well, and gold thing. It's, they have, Just like Resident Evil, there's, you have to play through it at least two or three there's times. There's five yeah. different difficulty times. Before you can unlock stuff. And I think that's what they had a problem with, is oh, okay. like you can play it where it's just the enemies are more aggressive, they are tougher, and that's currently how I'm playing it, but that's because I'm cheating. Um, but... Or you could play it where, you know, everything is almost like a one-hit shot, and you're yeah. literally just playing it for the story. Um, and there there are a lot of games out there that uh, do it that way. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, but it's that, it's that ability yeah, to... Yeah, and Andrew uh, dissed on the one I brought up. 
What was that? What did you bring? It was a Soma. They have a mode where there's the monsters want to attack you and he's like oh this is just a walking simulator <laughs> well it's it's at one least, of those things at least the easy games you're actually I, I playing feel, something i feel in a lot of times if i'm adjusting the difficulty slider and the ai I just in don't itself, like walking simulator. the ai in itself is similar but now it's enemies with more health or they do more damage mm-hmm. like that's just lazy yeah that's in my opinion. That's lazy game design. If yeah. normal is this, but hard is just this. But just now they have, more, they just have more health, health. and they, yeah. When I play a game on a harder difficulty, I want it to be harder because the enemies are smarter, or yeah. they are doing this. You know, like it takes game developer work to make it yeah. that way. And, and as the opposed interesting to saying they like, have less health or you hit harder. Or, yeah, and the interesting thing with the uh, ratchet is like as I was playing it. Because now that I'm playing New Game Plus, I'm playing at New Game Plus with uh, max difficulty, and it's uh, before there's like a there's a sniper rifle. It's like headshots, like they barely move at all on the mode I was playing before. And this one, like you zoom in, and they're like dodging out of the way, so you, like it's really hard to get a headshot. Oh, nice. on them. And it's like so they are, and then like they just continually go after you. Yeah. And it's like if I, you know, wasn't cheating. Uh, it would be a lot harder. Yeah. But, uh, well, like when I was playing through RE2, there was parts where I was, like, honest to say, I was dying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I didn't know for the freaking alligator that you had to move left and right. I thought you just had to outrun <laughs> it. And they keep they keep prompting you, like, do you want to go down to the lower difficulty? Yeah. And then, but they explain the what it was. The most disrespectful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They explain what it was. It was like, oh, you regenerate health. I'm like, that's so stupid. Because, like, the whole reason... I got into Resident Evil to play a game where, like, I have to... Outriders did that. Well, I have to take note of how many bullets I'm using or, like, how yeah. many health things I have. Like, that yeah. that was that's the whole part, point of the game to me. With, and yes, it was an insult. With the advancement of streaming mm-hmm. now more than ever, before it was I would just watch my older brother or I'd yeah, watch this yeah. a person who's better than me or play or Ben or whatever. <laughs> but now... Yeah, right. With the advancement of streaming, now someone being like, well, I want to play... I want to play Resident Evil 2... And it's like, well, if I put on easy and it's regenerate, you're not playing Resident Evil 2 at that point. They're like, well, I want to experience the story. Well, streaming and video, there's there's a lot more other ways to experience video games to a certain extent mm-hmm. if that's what you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. when you ultimately, at the end of the day, you play the video game. And if you're saying the thing that's stopping me from being able to play the video game is the video game, so they need to make it easier mm-hmm. or, or a kid's version of it, yeah. then you're not really playing the video game at that point. I, 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 can, I can see that. Well, that's yeah. the thing, too. If I played it at the easy mode, it would take away from my enjoyment of the story. Yeah, and agreed. maybe that's just the way I'm wired. Like, I want the feeling of pride and accomplishment, <laughs> EA, um, most downvoted Reddit comment of all time, um, for Battlefront. Yeah. Uh, that It would take away from my enjoyment of the story if I had to drop it to an easy mode where I regenerate health. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like part of the experience of the story is, like, the challenge of trying the to get there. Management oh, and the yeah. herbs and everything. All that. Soma's an interesting one because Soma would be, oh, I, Soma has an, it's a horror game. It has an atmosphere to it. Yeah. So is the fact that the enemy is attacking you a key part of the game or is it something that... That's, like, that's, that's why a lot of people said they would love the game more if they didn't have to uh, cat and mouse all the time with the monsters. Yeah, so it's, it's like that's added on. They yeah. go, here's Soma but we need to add more to it so it feels more like a video game or whatever it is, then the ability to turn those back off, like, that's fine. Like, because you're still experiencing Soma in mm-hmm. itself. It's just you're not experiencing 
the, the most frustrating part of the, the game. <laughs> yeah. See, and you didn't tell me that. But yeah. Also played Inscription. Just <laughs> a. Is that what you were playing last night? Or yesterday? Maybe. The with the cards. Yeah. And you it's got, a card game. And you got very frustrated. Yeah. You made the wrong choice. Made the wrong choice, and now I got to start over again. Because I can't get past this boss. I watched him do it. Uh, and he was Lance, very upset. Lance was playing. Like, when, when I started playing it, he, like, got on Discord and was, like, talking to me just because he wanted to talk about it. And he had beat he beat it while oh. I was playing it. So it was pretty cool. It's it's interesting. It's tough. Card game. Yeah. Card game, but also, like, an escape room at the same time. Like, you. Yeah. He, it's, it's like a D&D map. And then you go up and go up through the level and he puts on the creature puts on different masks to be different characters and uh sets up little uh instances like it like it's a D campaign and then you can get out of the map and walk around the room oh is this the one with the train yeah yeah oh okay you're and you're, about and you're trying to get out okay. of it yeah in the, out of the room that's a real and then if you die he kills you and then takes a picture and you can create your own card that's you that you can get the next run. Oh, that's so, cool. I like that. So you can make your card like because uh cards cost blood, so you sacrifice a squirrel to play a card. You can <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. Say say <laughs> if you have a uh a card that doesn't cost anything, but it's like a useless card, you can create your character card to cost nothing, have really strong attack if you had a card in your in your collection that had strong attack and uh add a special effect to it so it's a interesting uh, so, so dying has a benefit yeah and <laughs> but sometimes if you have a sucky uh hand that that run then your character card will really suck but it's it's interesting and then you have cards that talk to you and help you try to escape the room and collect stuff to get out of the room Nice. It's really good. Uh, play more Ultimate Fishing Simulator. <laughs> so Ben was Which, playing this, and as I was playing Ratchet and Clank, and he goes, he goes, oh, I didn't know other people were playing this game. Well, on playing yeah, this game. Yeah, and playing the game, because I've played it several times, and it's always been an empty lake. And then I got it, and there was like four people, four or five people there. It's like, whoa, people and are I, fishing. I just look up. But that's all he says. And I look over, I'm like, what are you playing? He's like, fishing simulator. I'm like, what? Oh, so it's like a multiplayer, like people are on the it, same map. It puts you in like a server. <laughs> Why did you think you were the only person playing it? No, no, he's the never time, seen The he's only time I played anybody. the game, I've never had anybody oh. show up. And then there was people, and they were talking back and forth, like giving tips on uh, <laughs> lines and stuff. And then one guy's like, okay, I, the, the playoffs or whatever, like some football thing is starting out. <laughs> I'll see you next time. And the guys and the guys like, yeah, I'll see you. And then it was quiet. The <laughs> Classic. That would enhance the fishing. Yeah. That's what would actually happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, also started up another Eden, the cat beyond time and space again, because there was a chrono trigger. No, chrono cross crossover that they wow. they they have little vignette stories that you can play through, and it's Chrono Cross characters you can play through in the game. Because which, which of the sixty Chrono Cross? It's characters? it's the, it's the writer of Chrono Cross and Trigger who made the game. Oh, that's right. Okay, so what character? Like you get links. I have no idea. I haven't played is it. Is there a cat guy? Okay. I, I don't. The Chrono Cross I never is played, notorious. I never played Cross either. 
Cross is notorious for having literally like 60 characters mm. in the playoffs. It's it's a little ridiculous. In yeah. fact, there's a character named Glenn who looks oddly like Frog. Like he wears the same armor and stuff. And I, I Is he a frog? No, he's a human. Oh. Oh, so, so I wonder it's, if it's like Glenn before he got... But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really... I don't know. There's a lot of characters. There's a, ty- a Lynx. There's yeah, because the the main story cross follows um, uh, Magus's sister. Isn't like she's the main um, connecting the point main in between Cross and Trigger. Connecting point. I don't think she's the main character though. No, no, I don't think. I but she's the thing that connects the stories yes. together. Yes, so. there is a certain point where you fight something and his sister shows up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, also picked up Maui Mallard and Cold Shadow what for uh, uh, during his Steam sale. That is an old school side scroller oh, yeah, like yeah, Disney yeah. Disney side scroller oh, back rad. in the day. And yeah, it was fun Sounds to cool. play, it to play it again. We used to play it a lot. It was it's like a Donald Duck knockoff that turns into a ninja. It's great, dude. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. it's actually really great. That does sound funny. Uh, we experienced because it's not a game. Kid A. Uh, oh yeah, Amnesia I forgot to bring that up. Expedition. That was which wild. was like a, a museum of Radiohead. It based off of two of their albums, Kid A and Amnesiac, which were albums that Kid A I got into more. But I was blown away by that game with just experience. The amount, it's not the, a game. Experience, yeah. The amount of things that they I don't know what the correct terminology is, but they have so many like little pieces of artwork and stuff that I think Tom York, the singer, did. And did they like render those all into yeah. objects? In yeah, the game? you can like yeah. The characters that fill up the world are his drawings. It's it's really That's hard really to cool. it's really hard to explain the game. Like yeah. you have to or, sorry experience. It's it's a museum. It's something ex- you have to experience. It's like a digital museum that yeah. you walk through. Yeah, experience. It's, it was one of the coolest things. And plus, like, I'm still not totally used to the, the PS5 graphics just being, like, insanely good. Now, think about if you walk through that with VR. I don't, I, I don't want I to I can't believe that. they haven't done that yet. I actually want because them to do that. Because that is what Metaverse is yeah, technically to supposed do. to be. I'd probably get dizzy if I played that game in VR because it felt like I was playing it in VR and I wasn't even playing it. It was cool, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. And... Ben was like, yeah, I wanted to show this to you because you actually knew the album. And even most of the references for me were just like, I don't know what. I don't think most. I don't think you're you're supposed to get the references. But, but like writing and stuff, you you could pick it up and understand. Well, like he would. Uh, what I think was happening. There's could, so much stuff that I, I because I only know the song uh, beginning of the end of the beginning. Yeah. Main song <laughs> that I know. So I, I don't have much experience with Radiohead. Creep. Can you name another one? <laughs> nope. The uh, beginning of it, the end uh, of the band. That with one. no wings. That's Butter, Smashing Pumpkins. Rings? Oh, that's Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, wow. They- <laughs> Whoops. So the only song I know is Creep because the beginning of the end of the beginning is Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't recognize that name, which that's is hilarious. funny. Because- oh, I know. Uh, Jimmy Eats World uh-huh. is a band. Yep. Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. You're not the boss of me now. 
I actually am not super familiar. This is another Jesse. My friend Jesse loves Jimmy Eat World and he loves that's, Radiohead. That's the they theme will, song that's, that's, for They Will Be Giants. Uh, that's the theme song for, for Malcolm in the Malcolm Middle. In the middle. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because like I was trying to, I got it. I was trying to to understand the references and like he would. It must have been his like journals because there would yeah. be like paragraphs of writing and an inner splice would be like lyrics from the song and I'm like this is probably him like writing the lyrics but he was just writing random mm-hmm. stuff. He's a weird person. He's a creep. He's a creep. He's a weirdo. They did play that song when I saw them live and he introduced it really funny. He was like, all right, this one now. (laughs) Because he's like, let's just get it over with. Well, because everyone loves that song. It's covered by everyone. Mm -hmm. But we were kind of surprised because they kind of don't, they've put out the impression that they don't like playing that song. And so when they played it, we were like. I feel like the one, the song that gets super popular is bands. It's because yeah, like people gonna, expect it, you to play that. Creep, yeah, yeah. and if you, bird. if you if you play that name experience, another Leonard Skinner song. Leonard Skinner has a couple of good songs. Uh huh. Free bird. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Free bird. Okay. <laughs> we also played Deep Rock Galactic. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you've played Deep uh, Rock. Galactic. I played Deep Go- I'm, I'm level Rock. I'm level twenty now. Whoa! You played what? I played Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> deep rocks. I, uh, eating rock. So pass. I've got promoted. So Promotion I, level one. Oh yes, yeah, so I can, have turned off my away thing because it it causes issues with inviting. Yeah, us playing yeah, games. and I noticed Kevin turned his off kind of too. People are now play, messaging me for Xbox <laughs> to play Deep Rock oh, Galactic. To play Deep Rock Galactic, and I'm, who? What? <laughs> I have other friends. See, this who is are now like, who are now like who are like. Wait, hey, do you want? I was to, joking. Do, are they? Yes, really yes. Deep Rock Galactic, yes. and I'm like, I'm like. And I told them, hit up Ben, because he's, I, I'm like, I seriously went, guys, I'm playing single player games right now. It's like, that is my focus. Andrew, and you're nobody's, going. Nobody's hit me up. See, oh, well, uh, Anthony did, but this. then he never showed up. Yeah, I fell asleep last night. <laughs> I thought about that. I was that. watching Kingdom, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Blame Andrew. Uh, I thought I thought about you, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> As he's going that to sleep. Count. As I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> no, but, uh. You're going about this wrong, Andrew. Uh-huh. So your problem is not you live in existence where you have to be offline on Xbox, <laughs> whereas you should live in existence where you can be online and no one will bother you. <laughs> you mean having no friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe that's what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my existence also. <laughs> I, I am very, uh, again, it, it's another game that Ben introduced, and I was just <laughs> like, this game is probably going to be okay, and I start playing it, and I'm like, this game is so it's much pretty fun. fun. Yeah, that so level we fun. all did together oh. without Andrew, because he was uh, playing Ratchet, and we heard him in the background mm-hmm. as oh, we're the, playing. the Drill Dozer? The yeah, the drill. The yeah, yeah. that's what. Dozer. Like, I was watching you guys. Oh, yeah, I ran we, out of we ammo. We were pretty sure we were all dead, and I don't know how we survived that still. But it's, uh, Dude, those Drill Dozer missions are no joke it's a scenarios that it drops you into a rock and you it gives you different uh objectives yeah you play a you play as dwarven miners where each one has a special like one's really good at digging one's good at shooting one's good at one creates platforms i made a platform the other one has a grapple (laughs) hook and can light things up and then depending on what mission you are you could either be searching for a certain element or rock or searching for eggs to deposit or protecting a, 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 a bulldozer that digs to a certain angle. Like, so you do these, these different type of... And uh, the uh, environment things. changes. Like, it's never the same. 
it's the same looking environment, but it completely changes the fauna. Uh, yeah, well, fauna, but I mean the structure, like where oh, the yeah, holes yeah. go, what it, yeah, what it's, the areas. I like. still to the. I probably played about twenty matches, and I haven't really felt like anything's the same. We haven't had that time where we just dropped off the the drill at the beginning and almost died. Oh yeah, or when the drill fell on me and killed me. <laughs> yeah. I was just like. Do it, mind my own business, and then suddenly I just die, and the, the oh, freaking platform ben, landed. Ben on me. was telling me he's like, he's like, yeah, and then it fell on Kevin. I was like, what? Yeah, it <laughs> fell on me, and I died. It was great, and it was like I had one death, and it was because it fell on me at the beginning. Yeah. So, and you level up your characters, which is mm-hmm. a ton of fun. There's a lot of systems on systems on systems. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like uh, the same surprise level as Aliens when I played it because I didn't Agreed. expect yeah. it to have like oh, and I feel like they're all pretty balanced between the classes because like. Ben's character at first. <laughs> uh, look, Anthony's giving a look like his character class isn't as... Well, which one is yours? I, I forgot. Other than Ben's class, which is unequivocally the most important class the, in the, the game. The digging one. It, it just be, being able to dig through walls instead of just doing the pickaxe, which mm-hmm. takes a while. Just the time-saving element of it. I think the it, weird thing is, like, is is there ammo attached to that? Or is that just... It's, oh, okay. it's uh, oil. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because it's like my abilities are and then all... it overheats. Well, you're yeah. a gunner. Like you're. Yeah, but it's like I have a shield and I have like three of them. Mm-hmm. And then. So is your shield kind of like my fourth, which is a an explosive? I have no, because I have grenades. No, no, I have grenades. Well, uh-huh. I have axes, but I also have a fourth thing that's a like a detonator. That I can throw and kill Anthony and Kevin instantly. And oh, shit. I think I've seen you use it multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's um, used it. No, your stuff is more powerful than mine. But it, it, So the reason why I made that face is because the scout, he's not good at every... He's a, What he is is he's a mix of the three characters to a certain extent, um, but isn't as good at what the other three characters do, right? He has a uh, an, an assault rifle and a shotgun, and so he can do pretty good combat, but the gunner's significantly better. And arguably, the digger with the flamethrower, to a certain extent, has great elements to it. The grappling hook is great, but just be the platform guy. Because the platform guy, you can platform to where you want to, and then you jump. With a grappling hook, you have to grapple hook to a places where you can always you can already put your foot. So the comboing, like the scout... Oh, and the gunner has a zip line. Yeah, so. the scout feels the most fun when you're playing with a full crew. Mm. And you also yes. do like behind the scenes, like being able to light up the Dude, room your is light up so is... useful. Oh, like yeah, yeah it's yeah. so useful. Because everybody else is, just bounces around. Yeah, and it, and it's not as bright and it mm-hmm. goes out pretty quickly. It it's does. so it's so useful, but you being like, well, I'm just, I'm, I, I go I'm into a light room. guy. What happens is I'll go into a room, I go pop, 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 light up the room for everyone, and I go, all right, well, now I'm just the crappier version <laughs> of everyone else in this room. Okay, right so now. maybe that class. And then, I, but then, I but feel then like the, there's been many times but where then like, the dropship comes and you zip away. Yeah, yeah, I, as, I feel it, like the grappling been... hook can happen. It has its moments. Yeah. It has its moments, for and, sure. I, yeah, and as as you were saying, like, there's been many times where, like, I find something, I'm like, can you go zip zip over to there? Well, that's the thing is, yeah, I, I like, feel like it's it's balanced in the sense where if you run a four person squad, like, there's a reason to take all four, sorry, mm-hmm. all four classes because there's been times where, like, Ben could get up to the thing, but he's it's much easier if I just build a platform and a guy zips up to it. 
mm-hmm. you know, if it's on the ceiling or something. Or like where if Ben has to dig a hole, it's obviously easiest if, if he does it. But I think there's a reason to not have everyone take like the driller, mm-hmm. you know. I don't even mm-hmm. know if you can do that. No, yeah, I, I agree there. It's the same thing when we had that dozer mission and it's like we all ran out of ammo and it's just like, you know what would have been really helpful right here? A gunner who could have been able to <laughs> shoot and do all this other stuff. And yeah, exactly. Lay down a so. shield. It's fun though. I I got the second weapon for the uh, engineer, the SMG. Oh, nice. That nice. can electrocute enemies. I haven't bought it, but I just unlocked the cryo cryo blaster i don't know what it is i played i think it's, a, I may it's have, like a big it's like a big weapon it's just called the cryo something i played around i think with where i joined other people on a squad and i think he had the cryo blaster and it seems overpowered nice because we were fighting Can't a dread- it then. we were fighting a <laughs> dreadnought and he literally shot and froze the dreadnought yep and i was like all right cool <laughs> but i looked up the third weapon for the engineer that also seems overpowered because it's like a rifle that aimbots enemies. <laughs> well, we're we're also playing on like the second difficulty, and there's like five or six more difficulties. Yeah, it, so it, I it think the game is like okay, now you can play even harder. It's fun. We, we haven't done any deep dive, deep deep rock expeditions. Well, you just unlocked deep it, something. Yeah, you? I just I just got promoted, so we can do it now. Deep dives. That's what they're called. Nice. Uh, also, start playing Darkwood. Getting more into it. It's Darkwood. It's it's an intense game. The atmosphere, it's fascinating to have a game that's like, it's a top-down view. Not really graphically intensive, like you're up top and you're just seeing your person walking around. But the atmosphere, the noise, like they've Mm -hmm. perfected noise for like any time there's like a twig snap, you're just like, (gasps) like locking up and the enemies are terrifying. It's, It's like a... Uh, evil tree growth that's creating dark like wood. cult, yeah, dark wood, like cult thing, and then just overgrowing everything and killing everything. That's my nickname in high school. <laughs> trying to survive dark that, wood. and it's I don't and, know and why. like the game starts out, Maybe it's like this is dark a tough game. Duck. We will not hold your is hand. Your, oh, nickname. Be patient and respect the forest. What was my, that game that you told me to play? That was on Game Pass or not? Oh, game Visage. Yeah, you told me to play a game. I looked at the trailer. I was like, I probably like pee my pants. If I play this game, it looks scary as hell. Yeah, you pee your pants. Pee your pants. Speaking of those kind of speaking of those kind of games, I also played Silver Chains, which is like a, a indie. <laughs> no, that's not that one. Okay, <laughs> that was the one I was playing before those games, and it was like an indie uh, running puzzle, running around a house, hiding and doing puzzles. And beat that, and then I was like, just randomly looking up more horror games, and there was a pack that had a bunch of them, and they're more experiences where you're walking around a room, and it's just jump scare after jump scare, and the room changes and gets bigger, and you get further out into an area, but it's pretty much just walking back and forth and looking at things. Uh, first one was called Summer '58, which is you're in a Russian campground like abandoned russian <laughs> campgrounds figuring out what happened to these bunch of kids that died at the camp a long time ago and <laughs> andrew <laughs> happened to look over when i was in the bathroom looking around for the thing that's supposed to progress me and i'm looking at these toilets and it's like i heard something just that keeps me in this dripping 
going on and i hear this tripping but i'm like i don't know and i look up and there's this girl like hanging on those ceiling and, and it like made me jump <laughs> back in my chair so and andrew, so, andrew could hear andrew in the background laughing because <laughs> i i just like look over and he's just like <laughs> see again a fun but game here's, to watch ben play but yeah. here's the thing is like ben says he played this pack that was the only time i saw ben react at all Summer of '58 was <laughs> like, like was, he, he played these horror games. I watched him play these horror games, yeah, and the jump stuff. And, and I, it's like he I only played, reacted that. One I played time. Locked Up and Find Yourself, which one was? Uh, what's that? What was Locked Up? Locked Up. Oh, it was a house. Mm. You're, so you're in a house that's and changing. You're locked in. Yeah. <laughs> well, it starts out. You're at this in the forest with like hanging bodies in the trees and then a house with a bunch of creepy things that appears and then you're in this inside this modern looking house going through the hallways and stuff and it's changing and then find yourself was actually the shortest experience and it was in a like a subway station did you look down and you're like mm, did it did you find yourself yeah you, well you find out that <laughs> done you you find out that you were a, a kid who had mental issues because his Story of my life. His dad died and his mom like went nuts, like would attack and harass him. Mm. And then you find out that they killed they were in people who escaped an insane asylum, killed your parents and took over as your parents and you didn't remember that. Oh. <laughs> and there's like a demon thing in the house that you set up a trap for and your mom hit gets the trap and dies and you border up in the in the house and not tell anybody you know fun stuff wholesome i think ben, ben we need to have ben like for a week oh and there play, was clowns like, mario or you something. got kidnapped when you were a kid with your he dad i know that's why you're in your kid with your dad you got kidnapped by a evil clown and was like <laughs> i just love every for a while every game you're explaining you're like so this game's about these uh it's in russia and these kids <laughs> all get murdered at the beginning yeah. and the next one's like so your mom and dad get killed. Yeah. Ben's Fine. a happy guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're he really, really is. They're really thought-provoking, interesting He is. Yeah, he is. Stories. That's what's so funny when you hear about these games or movies he likes. <laughs> it's like, really, Ben? Yeah. But uh, when we come back, NFTs. NFTs. Well, people got to uh, pay me before they can hear the, the next part of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll read it then. <laughs> Yeah, but he owns the NFT, so yeah, you just own a That's copy. That's the problem. Welcome back to NFT land. NFTs. It sounds like or a land. I don't in NFT island. I'll just screenshot the land. Yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a trailer that came out for NFT Island. Really, it's all a, a scam. NFT NFTs are all a scam. Yes, yeah. that is correct. <laughs> but uh, the president of Square Enix over the New Year drafted a letter and sent, sent it out it on January first to is. all the employees of Square Enix. And well, wait, you mean he wasn't on vacation till like? All of January, like guys. <laughs> uh, and this this is the letter. 
So it, it reads, this is from SquareNix.com. And mm-hmm. Ben went to, straight to the source. Mm-hmm. It says, a New Year's letter from the pre- the president. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like how it, it starts off with that with the header. So January 1st, 2022, it starts, I would like to begin by wishing everyone a happy new year. The metaverse was a hot topic in 2021, inspiring a lively global conversation first about what the metaverse is and then about what sort of business opportunities it presents. Against this backdrop, Facebook changed its name in October to Meta, serving as evidence that the concept is not a mere buzzword, but here to stay. The metaverse garnered so much attention that 2021 was dubbed the metaverse year. By who? (laughs) Okay, so for those who don't... That's that's just the first paragraph. For those who don't know, what is the metaverse? It's Facebook's new VR VR experience. World. You mean like the thing I just bought? Yes. Yeah, it's called. Okay. The, it's actually called the Meta Quest now. Okay, so there, it's just an encompassing term for everything VR. Facebook. Well, yes, but they like you can now buy plots of land in the metaverse, and you can build museums in which so you, it's like which you can show off it's like other people's face, NFTs. It's like Facebook's VR version of Second Life. I was gonna say yeah. Second Life. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like an MMO. Yeah. What, what I find, and this is just the first paragraph. What I find is, it, he goes, Facebook changed its name in October to Meta, serving as evidence the concept is not merely a buzzword, but here to stay. <laughs> Here's my face, evidence Facebook, that... Facebook is the end yeah, all to... That's, even and though, that is why. Even though we're saying still saying Facebook, we're not saying Meta. Well, and it was well, dubbed, fa- dubbed is the Metaverse the year. Uh, meta is like the parent company uh, of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus. They're the parent company of it. Yes. Oh, okay. So, because Facebook used to, Facebook was the parent company of all those, and so then they are like, Facebook is now one of our services. We are called Meta, okay. and that is, yeah. Well, and I, this last year was the first time I heard Meta being a part of Facebook because of that's this last year is when it they announced. It. Well, I yeah, the yeah irony it's because the, it's the year of the metaverse. Yeah. Well, the irony because the I heard of it said. because Instagram the, and Facebook the pres- had the that outage. Pres- yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how yeah. I heard about it when oh. they had the outage. I was yeah, because like, oh. it happened. The outage happened a week after. That I didn't even it. notice because I don't check Instagram every five seconds. Yeah. Also, uh, also, I, I found out about it because of the, the stupid meta commercial that plays oh, all yeah. the time. Those meta commercials, they're just the worst, all over the place. Yeah. He continues, I attribute this in large part to advances in extended reality, XR technology, the increasing prevalence of the cloud and 5G, more sophisticated blockchain technology, and other technological evolutions that have taken place in a variety of fields over the past several years. That is because these advances are giving rise to services that fall under the metaverse umbrella. The metaverse will likely see a meaningful transition to a business phase in 2022, with a wide range of services appearing on the scene. As this abstract concept begins to take concrete shape in the form of product and service offerings, I am hoping that it will bring about changes that have a more substantial impact on our business as well. Keep in mind, this is a video game president. Yeah. <laughs> the president of video games, yeah. may I say. Yes. Um, another term that gained quick currency in 2021 oh, uh-huh. was NFT or non-fungible token the advent of nfts using blockchain technology significantly increased the liquidity of digital goods enabling the trading of a variety of such goods at high prices and sparking conversations of the world over 
keeping in mind that that's basically a sentence saying that people found a way to make money off of digital goods mm-hmm. in a new yeah. way, when he talks about the liquidity. Yeah. He continues, I see 2021 not only as metaverse year one, <laughs> but as NFTs year one. Ooh, ooh. Given that it was a year in which NFTs were met with a great deal of enthusiasm by rapidly expanding user base. However, we do observe examples here and there of overheated trading in NFT-based digital goods with somewhat speculative overtones, regardless of the observed value of the content provided. This obviously is not an ideal situation, but I expect to see an eventual right-sizing in digital good deals as they become more commonplace among the general public. With the value of each available content corrected to their true estimated worth, and I look for them to become as familiar as dealing in physical goods. To address these changes in our business environment, the medium-term business strategy that we unveiled in May 2020 identified AI, the cloud, and blockchain games as new domains on which we should focus our investments. And we have subsequently been aggressive in our R&D efforts and investments in those areas. In the AI space, we established Square Enix AI and Arts uh, Alchemy Co. Limited AI and AA in March 2020 to pursue development efforts in the wider field of entertainment AI, rather than being constrained by traditional concepts of gaming AI. The firm's R&D efforts focus primarily on natural language processing, world models, and simulation technology. These efforts will help us develop the games we release into the world and enhance their overall quality, but that is not all. By incorporating the output of these R&D efforts into the virtual avatars and elsewhere, we plan to apply that output to a wide variety of content and provide the relevant technology to other companies with a view to leveraging these R&D efforts across our entire digital entertainment business. We are exploring potential efforts in the cloud space from two primary perspectives. The first being being leveraging cloud technology to distribute content, and the second being developing content that offers customers new form of excitements enabled by the cloud's attributes. More telecommunication infrastructures being built as exemplified by expanding 5G coverage. Everyone getting the the vaccine and then being controlled by 5g yeah Yeah. 5g coverage um devices (laughs) are also making performance gains as they as these trends continue i believe that the content we provide will become more accessible making it more likely that our customers will discover enjoyment as we gain new touch points with them leveraging cloud technologies is extremely effective as a means of making our content and services uniformly available and as a catalyst for creating new forms of excitement that expand upon the content development capabilities for which we are known. As such, we will be making ample investments in the cloud space. Lastly, is blockchain games. Be they single-player online games, games have traditionally involved an undirectional flow whereby creators such as ourselves provide a game to the consumers that play them. By contrast, blockchain games, which have emerged from their infancy and are at this very moment entering a growth phase, are built upon the the premise of a token economy and therefore hold the potential to enable self-sustaining game growth. The driver that most enables such self-sustaining game growth is diversity, both in how people engage with interactive content like games and in their motivations for doing so. Advances in, tech, in token economies will likely add further momentum to this trend of diversification. I see the 
play to earn concept that has people so excited is a prime example. So of this. excited. The play to earn. Uh, <laughs> I. Re- <laughs> this is where it gets good. Yeah, right. I realize that some people who play to have fun, and this is in quotations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who currently form the majority of players have voiced their reservations toward these new trends, and understandably so. However, I believe that there will be a certain number of people whose motivation is to play to contribute, by which I mean to help make the game more exciting. Traditional gaming has offered no explicit incentive to this latter group of people who are motivated strictly by such inconsistent personal feelings as goodwill and volunteer spirit. (laughs) This fact is not unrelated to the limitations of existing UGC, or user-generated content, Mm -hmm. has been brought into being solely because of individuals' desire for self-expression and not because of any explicit incentive existed to reward them for their creative efforts. I see this as one reason that there haven't been as many major game-changing content that there were, uh, as many major game-changing content that were user-generated as one would expect. Oh my God, this thing just keeps going, uh-huh. right? However, with advances in, t- I like how you said "lastly," like two <laughs> yeah, yeah. paragraphs ago. It means you end the level. Yeah. However. With the advances in token economies, users will be provided with explicit incentives, thereby resulting not only in greater consistency in their motivation, but also creating a tangible upside to their creative efforts. Quick question, real quick, mm-hmm. from aside. Didn't he just describe game developers, people who get paid to uh-huh. contribute yeah. Yeah. to yeah. game? Yeah. Okay, anyways, I continue. He wants to make players his, his devs yep, now. exactly. And they will be compensated, so. I mean, I'm already QA for DICE, so. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) They should pay me, because I'm testing their game. I believe... Yes, I believe that this will lead to more people devoting themselves to such efforts and to greater possibilities of gaming growing in exciting ways. From having fun to earning to contributing, (laughs) a wide variety of motivations will inspire people to engage with games and connect with one another. It is blockchain-based tokens that will enable this. By designing viable token economies in our games, we will enable self-sustaining game growth. It is precisely this sort of ecosystem that lies at the heart of what I refer to as decentralized gaming. And I hope that this becomes a major trend in gaming going forward. If we refer to the one-way relationship where game players and game providers are linked by games that are finished products as centralized gaming, to to contrast it with decentralized gaming, then incorporating decentralized games into our portfolio in our portfolio in addition to centralized games will be a major strategic theme for us starting in 2022. The basic and elemental technologies to enable blockchain gains already exist, and there have been an increase in societal literacy and the acceptance of crypto uh, of crypto assets in the past few years. We will keep a close eye on the societal shifts in this space while listening to many groups of users that populate it and wrap up and ramp up our efforts to develop a business accordingly with an eye to potentially issuing our own tokens in the future. He finishes. He actually finishes this time. Uh, Our lifestyles have changed and we're learning to coexist with COVID-19. 
Against that backdrop, I believe that the new technologies and concepts that I have discussed and the changes that they bring to our business environment will provide us with numerous opportunities to enrich people's lives through digital entertainment, which at its core, which is at the core of our business. This, at the same time, means that we are seeing the beginnings of further leads forward for our business. We remain committed to creating, developing, and providing world-class content, and we will contribute to the happiness of society and its people <laughs> by offering new forms of excitement. I wish you all the best for 2022. Uh, Yusoko Matsuda, President and Representative Director, Square Enix Holding. <clears throat> so, on the surface, I can see... Because we talked about this, I don't know if we said this on the podcast or if it was before we, the podcast when you said you solved games. Um, uh, he wait, I didn't. I didn't solve games. No, I said you said you solved games. You're right. The president solved. Games. Uh, right, exactly. Oh He's he solved the game. Uh, it's this. It is a theory that a person who doesn't play games, or or like that is a big part of his life would understand because on the surface you go, Hey, you can get paid to play video games. Uh, and, and who, not, who and, wouldn't want that and not on, and not like as a streamer, but like literally you just play the game, you'll get paid. And, and the more you play it, the more, you the, paid, and the so. more you get paid. And that's something that, cause will, uh, you know, who, started the podcast with us and he's now living in texas he passed he, away <laughs> um uh, i'm him re yeah, reincarnated and, yes uh he I, brought this up to me he's like this is he brought this up months ago when at first people started talking about it and he's like hey did you hear that this is something that is going to start happening that game developers and publishers are thinking about starting to do and i was like i hate this um and I couldn't explain exactly why. Because, like, to him, he was like, but you can get paid to just do what you're already doing. I'm like, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm already doing. Because, and I just, I'm going through school right now. And I just found out, like, I just read a thing called self-determinization theory. Which is, we are intrinsically motivated in our hobbies to, to just enjoy things. And as soon as you introduce a monetary gain, whether or not it changes how you do things, you automatically uh, care less about what you're doing. And it's this weird um, as because before it was my motivation was I just want to have fun. I just wanted to do this. But now there's an people exactly having yeah. fun in quotes. But now there's an obligation whether or not you are doing anything different, there is an obligation tied to it and that worsens the the quality of the activity for you. And they brought up a person who volunteers at like a, uh, a shelter for animals. And it's like, but as soon as they, like they loved it and it was a big part of the life and then they got hired on as staff. And it's like their their job didn't change, but now they're getting paid and they said they're, enjoyment of doing it went down and it's like this but it's, it's a psychological thing hmm. and it's and it's like so as i was trying to explain to him it was like i hate the idea of i'm now getting paid to do something that i just wanted to do in my past like my pastime it was just like free time and it's just like people who don't play games with that mentality in the first place won't understand the issue 
this issue. And I think we're going to see more and more publishers who like the EA people who don't like it's clear that they don't play these games. Um, or they don't play games as a hobby. They don't make finished games either. <laughs> and UB, Ubisoft. Yeah, and Ubisoft. It's like they we're going to see more of this that they think because on the surface to a person who doesn't play these games uh, or play games at all, they go, oh, people are going to love this because then they can make money doing it. And it's like, but you don't understand that's we don't want to make money playing games. We just want to play the game. Also, it goes back to now you're just being lazy and you're making us do your work. And it's just like the, the yeah, the verbiage the way he had it said. The verbiage he was talking about two players like you guys will make us better yeah. sounded like verbiage that I've heard uh leadership say to a company being like, "Come on, we got to work together for this." Yeah. You yeah. got to work for this company. Meaning the yeah. underlings do all the work. Yeah. That's the, like exactly. The higher-ups give power. Mainly points. abusive higher-ups that, yeah. that say that kind of um, make me more money and yeah. and this has already actually kind of happened because um bethesda mods are like huge and especially on the pc and when bethesda came out and were like hey there's now paid mods it was a huge problem um to the point where they had to get rid of that mm-hmm. uh because number one and this is we'll probably talk about it is people were stealing other people's work and then selling it um, so they were taking mods that were free and they were like, hey, uh, they're now making it as like a, you had to buy this mod, um, putting it under their own name. Sounds like something Bethesda themselves but, did. Oh, yeah. and, it's, and it's important to know this is happening across all NFT styles. It's yeah. happening like yep. people are famous. They're getting their picture taken and yeah. then used on stuff and it becomes a part of the blockchain. And then now those things are being sold and they're yeah. not being compensated. The, for. the website OpenSea is literally just all private. Uh, pirated stuff which is hilarious because it's called open sea yeah <laughs> and initially when i heard of this i was thinking from like somebody who makes music i'm like yeah. oh this, yep. this could be very beneficial so, uh funny thing i think it was yesterday uh troy baker oh my god dude yeah. he, he so, became so, a dollar became, in the jar it's so most... weird because like i actually he partnered with this group that's making uh nft voice packs and he was crucified dude like, like people have lambasted and like. i i watched because alana put together she does a podcast with him and um mike bithel and austin winery and she quickly interviewed him and put an episode last night that i watched and he he didn't he did it because he loved the idea of the company not because it's NFT, but because it's NFT, he's gone pretty much. <laughs> like they, like they. Oh, did he come out and say he's? No, 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 no. He, 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 he's probably not going to do it, go through with it. But like, so many people unfollowed him, like in the industry, and like big checkmark people. One and, of my favorite tweets was someone's like, "Hey, if you want to beat Troy Baker's ass, you can go yeah, play was, Death Stranding." There is so many. Yeah, there's that. There's so many like on that. Uh, message thread there was so many people like uh abby was, abby right. was right oh my <laughs> gosh uh, too. but uh he did it out of like he it's a they're uh, how do i explain um it's, like it was a noble thought yeah it's that he a had. noble thing he tried to do because it it puts because he was a part of there was the whole um voice actor strike and, yeah yeah and so he's a prominent voice actor who is 
worth a lot of money to put in your game. He wanted to have an avenue where he could do like a bunch of voice things and AI could do the rest and you could be an indie indie company and want like Troy Baker, but you can't afford Troy Baker, but you could afford these packs. So it's it's like um it's like a orchestra pack. Like so, a demo thing. Like Okay, so so like, so like music but, it, like, but Troy Baker would get paid. But yeah, he he get paid to do a so, thing. So I, it's a veiled, in my opinion, it's a veiled. Oh, I thought I was trying to help. I'm I. This is how I would read it, and it isn't necessarily how he came across. This is how, if I'm a consumer, and I just to preface, I'm not the biggest Troy Baker fan <laughs> in general. How dare um, I feel he's a little self centered. Go figure. Uh, but. The idea being that, well, look at these smaller companies. They can't afford the big guy, but now I'm letting them afford the big guy. Now they can get Troy Baker. Yeah. Therefore, putting the smaller people out of business in the way that that smaller company who couldn't afford Troy Baker anymore would now go and say, hey, Ben, you're in our price range. Let's get you to do this game, which could lead to further career opportunities for you. But instead, now... We just go, no, screw you. It's the same thing that happens with like small businesses. The idea being that if everyone just goes to Amazon or just Walmart or just these things, small businesses fall to the wayside because you can do this one thing. Why would we need a bunch of voice actors if we can just get Troy Baker? And because knowing as a business, if I'm making a video game, I know if I say Troy Baker's voice in this game, I will sell more copies than as if I said mm-hmm. Troy Baker was not in my game. Because of just who he is yeah. on the voice acting level of things. Like you take yeah. the same game as good or as bad, and the only difference is Troy Baker voice in it, Troy Baker not, the game with Troy Baker but is. But there's going also to be a difference between a Troy Baker <laughs> voicing it and acting, modeling and oh, doing that and just hearing, agreed. hearing a Troy ba- yeah. Baker. Yeah, yeah. Voice. And and I see and I see, but I agree with AJ it was just like yeah, it like getting in the way of those smaller voice actors. Uh, like, I I could see. I don't want to you know say what is right and wrong with who the reason Troy Baker did this. Um, I will say it was wrong the reaction that happened. I well, in a, like like we're like, talking about here, NFTs are a hot topic. It is you crazy have anything to do like, with it. You're done. And which I find insane It's just like, I understand, I understand the reaction of like, Hey, I won't support your game if you're doing this with NFTs, but just like, mm-hmm. it's like crucifying a person just because they want to do something with it. Well, NFTs. it's the same outrage with like dice devs claim that they got death threats and stuff, which is never yeah. right. And I'm sure people, some people said that yeah. it's but. just, you need to read the room. Yeah. Right. And I think Troy's smart enough to know, and this is yeah. just, he is just a microcosm of, the bigger yeah. discussion of what NFTs are. Yeah. And it goes into cryptocurrency, which we don't need to go all that stuff is at the end of the day, it's one of those things where people have a hard time nailing down what an NFT is. Yeah. Right. It, it's the lame, the <clears throat> layman person doesn't know it. Right. It feels in a lot of ways like a pyramid scheme, which I think it is, it is. Yeah. but it's one of those things. It's rich people investing rich people money into invest rich people things, trying to get poor people to get it. Yeah. And then you're making poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich. It's yeah. the idea of the same thing with cryptocurrency of 
the people who afford crypto and they do all this stuff, they have the money to do so. And then they make it seem that if you can't afford, it's like you need to dump your finances into this, but mm. you don't have the disposable income to do that. Like football players, for example, where some of them are asking for their entire paycheck in crypto. That's fine. You make millions of millions of dollars. Yeah. So you have the income to make those things happen. But the, again, the thing at the end of the day, in my opinion, is if crypto or NFTs weren't such a hot, talk, hot topic and um, they were taboo or cool or this is what everyone else is doing, they wouldn't be as big as they are. And the fact that people have a, a really hard time nailing down what they are in a physical way, which is funny because they're digital. Because they're digital. you can't. They're yeah. digital and it is makes it even more, it makes it scarier. Yeah. And in that way of um, I was listening to uh, a podcast, um, Sacred Symbols, not too long ago, and they were talking about hobbies and that they felt they were talking about their game of the year and they played a ton of games. But when they were thinking about their game of the year, they go, oh, I didn't play enough. I need to play more. But when they looked retrospectively back at what they played, they went, oh, I played a bunch. And then they talked about I played it so much that I almost felt like I needed to find something else on the side mm. and colin just brought up he everyone should have an analog hobby something that they can take them away from the digital it doesn't have to be your main hobby it's yeah. just something you can do in the physical world mm -hmm. that just helps it because again the digital world in itself is digital it can be deleted and manipulated yeah. and um that isn't fully grasped in this way and that's what makes these nfts feel grimy it, and mm. it's just this and to make them destroys the environment and actually is making people homeless in like New York and stuff. So it's crazy. How is, how is that? I, I don't, I'm not, uh, the, I'm the amount of energy needed to mine the crypto has, Oh, this is actually physical. So like the physical kind of like how gold backs up cash or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's why there's a shortage of like graphics cards or consoles because Oh, people are they're, buying they're the, to mine buying those to mine this and they're using Jeez. so much power or energy in New York that it's upping the price for electricity and making Class. people homeless. Here's the great here I think is a personally a great example of um when people talk about crypto and NFT and these other different things. It's the idea being that um you just say, hey, you know, the average person who does X makes $100,000 a year, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, everyone who's this makes $100,000 a year. What you don't know is 80% of those people that do X lose almost all their money and make five or $10,000 a year. And the top 5% make millions of billions, dollars, yeah. millions and billions, which runs that thing up. So people go, oh, if I do X, I can make $100,000. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And it's misleading and it's the same thing with this crypto is mm -hmm. you know person x went to crypto and they made millions of dollars and the average is this so and so and it just when the top the cream of the top that top five percent robs the bottom 95 percent and it brings up the bottom floor who's suffering right and that's what happens in the in these situations well and like the i i get to what troy baker was probably trying to do because like mm -hmm. i said the idea of nfts in theory, doesn't sound so bad for like musicians, 
because it, I think it's a different world. Well, that's that's exactly like how it started of with artists. Like you can be a small time artist and make an NFT. Yeah. What they didn't know is that OpenSea, it's just their people are stealing their art and turning that into NFTs. Right. And that's obviously what would happen with music. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like record labels would get involved. You know, yeah. if, if you're part of a record label, good luck. I was like, okay, in theory, it could help out the more independent artists because music. In a perfect world. Yeah, yeah because yeah. music's always that world where it's like, I don't have to win. You don't have to lose for me to win, right? Like, Imagine Dragons could st- still be around, <laughs> unfortunately. But I love Imagine Dragons. Yeah, right. But like you're saying with the voice actor stuff, it is kind of like it's either me or you, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, there's one person that's going to voice his character. And yeah. it's not, we're not both going to win. So I, I definitely see how that would, um, like you said, bring the floor up. Yeah. So the Troy Bakers of the world, once he clones himself into like a hundred Troy Bakers. Well, and that's that's essentially what this would be doing. Every character is, would be Troy Baker. And especially with, they're talking about bringing AI into it. So it's like you have these voice packs. You would now have an AI. That's, that's now. He said he kind of did because it's already happening. Why not help the the smaller companies yeah it's yeah. it's he i think he meant well. yeah he i, meant I, well. I, I, I want to believe i yeah, want to did. believe he meant yeah. well but everything surrounded in these there's just a lot of dirty one of my favorite things and i think everyone should do this is have you guys seen the interview with keanu reeves on nfts <laughs> yeah, where he it's starts such, just, he starts just laughing and yeah cracking he's just up. laughing about it. and the guy the guy who's a tech nerd is interviewing he's like what's so funny you can tell he's all in on it and he's all about this and you know um the guy brings up, you know, NFTs because it has to do with the Matrix and all this other yeah. stuff. And he's like, honestly, he's like, I don't understand it. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. The metaverse and all this other stuff. And more Which or less, I'm, but, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm more yeah. or less, I'm kind of butchering it. But the funny thing that I got out of it is like, I could just screenshot it. And then the guy goes, well, then you don't own the actual thing. He's like, but I, I do. <laughs> like, it's the idea yeah. of a digital picture. Yeah. Someone going, well, you don't own the real picture. But... I see, because it's but a digital I, asset. Yeah, yes, yeah. because like, it gets fun. It, it's that's where it gets funky. Is that if I have, it's different. If I take a picture of the Mona Lisa, it is not as valuable as having the physical Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yeah. However, if you're telling me the first picture ever of the Mona Lisa is worth more money than a picture I take now in the same exact spot, that doesn't. Why? Why is that? Well, it's not the first picture, but if they look yeah. exactly the same. It's digital. Yeah. Who cares at yeah. that point? I can just screenshot and save it. And it is, and I know there's a lot of people who are into NFTs that go, no, you're missing the point. That is understandable. There's, the, like, there's the metadata built in. And yeah. So you can see which is the original, what's not the original. And, and it, that would make sense like with physical, but they're trying to make NFTs be physical, but they're not. And that's the thing is like, when the you- The point is there's supposed to be a digital- yeah. non-fungible uh, yeah and when you're like well you don't own that and it's just like i don't care like it's like there's you can't own the mona lisa like that's that's a thing like you cannot like you can maybe find poorly made copies of the mona lisa you probably could find a really good copy of the mona lisa that someone did and it's like it's like but the there is only one mona lisa and like that's has this weird thing of like the digital versions of things is like it's this piece of art that's a digital version cool i screenshotted it it's now the background on my phone and it's like well and the idea too like for instance when you buy an album yeah like 
That's like saying, oh, I'm going to sell you the actual like master tracks of the album. You're going to be like, who cares? Like, it's <laughs> I just still, want to listen to I just want to hear. Can it, I just like, have yeah. the, the normal yeah. <laughs> edited version, yeah. please? <laughs> you can have the, because like I have the master tracks for like the skeleton keys, whatever, yeah. right? I could like make an NFT out of that. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's the same thing that we put out. Yeah. And here's the thing that's with crypto and NFT and any, any of these things that I believe is the inherent problem with it. Why are you buying these things? Yeah. A lot of the people are so buying these things to become to, part of a club, to buy of a club, but then also to resell it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times is I want to buy this thing so then I can turn around and make I want to take out a mortgage and lose my wife the, so I could sell this later. And I'll say this because I realized very quickly how stupid of an idea this was when I first started getting into comic books. And Andrew, you can speak to this in a bit. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. have comics and collect them. The worst thing you can do is get into collecting comic books as a way to get rich. Correct. It's the dumbest thing you can do. It makes no sense of why you do it. The reason why people buy collectibles is if they have the money to buy them and hold on to them. Mm -hmm. To buy something in the hopes of reselling it for more money is a exercise in futility when there's no luck involved. Yes. No No one goes, I'm gonna buy this bread and then go resell it at a higher right. It's the same thing that happened when like COVID started and people went to the store and Pokemon cards. Oh, or yeah, Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon yeah, cards. and then or the people would buy a bunch of toilet paper in the hopes of turning around and trying to make a whole bunch. People are trying to take advantage. All these things. Look at the things that you compare these yeah. NFTs and things to. They're all uh, corrupt. They're all um, misused. They're all yeah. uh, it, there's snake oil it turns to like so, we talked about like a nintendo scarcity mm-hmm. yeah dude <laughs> it works for them yeah it does um yeah it's like i mean i have something i learned and it's some like i don't go out of my way to do it but with mainstream comic stuff i have certain comics where it's characters first appearances so like i have the first comic that dr afra appears in and there is a chance that if dr afra ever makes a physical live action appearance that that comic goes for a lot people are actually talking about um the black crustan um his for comics ex- um appearance in that comic and how much it's going which, for. which is funny because on the um i watched the promo for boba episode three and there's the shot of the girl on the speeder bike and people were like is that dr afra? oh no 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 uh, it's not. It's a Power Ranger. And no, and it's a. Uh, and really? so it's like that. There is no. that possibility. But like, I took some of that stuff to a comic shop. And I was like, "What's the worth of this?" And they're like, "It's worth nothing." Yeah. And it's just like that may be worth something. Fifty years from but now. But here's the problem with that. Take that single thing that you were just talking about. Yeah. But imagine if everyone went about comics in that particular and way. And they do. That's that's um, what I'm saying. Is and like, it ruins. Uh, so it ruined. Um, uh, there was a comic book run for DC called DC Rebirth, and it was essentially them the destroying New Fifty Two, right? New Fifty Two, yeah. and bringing DC back to where it was before. Uh, and so many people went out and bought multiple copies of the first edition that it it put it out of print for a lot of people, and so like they had to wait till this the second run. 
Are you saying first edition like Pokemon card first? Well, edition? so there there are first edition comic. So they like comic they runs. like blew up the universe type of a thing, and then yeah. they restarted everything. So there was a Superman one, a Batman one, a Wonder Woman one. Right. Well, but so I, so there there is print, first print. There's yeah, first that's print. what I'm saying. Yeah. Do they do that like what they did with Pokemon cards? Yes, they have like first edition. Yes, they have. Okay, and like my, like I have a copy, and mine is a first print edition. So it's like. Like has it, that always been a thing with comics though? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, like if you find first print editions of, and that's why like I have uh, the first print edition of the Yojimbo collection yeah. because they're starting to redo them. Yeah, and then you can also. Uh, that's why you'll find different Spider-Man, like Amazing Fantasy number fifteens. You'll find different graded ones based off of their print edition. And so it's like the first print edition goes for thousands of dollars, but like a and the reason behind that is yeah. scarcity. Yeah. Right. If the sure. idea, if the idea being that if the first print is something, people bought it up and they second printed it, but there's less second prints in the wild, the second print would then become more valuable than the first print because yeah. of scarcity. Yeah. So then now you're trying to cause scarcity in a digital realm. <laughs> which just doesn't make sense that's just, yeah. that's that's yeah. the point of it being yeah. and, digital. and so yeah. far in games like i've seen uh the quartz the ubisoft quartz things and it's the, the every object looks exactly the same it just has a different number for the item description and this yeah that's the weird thing to me is this applied to gaming just sounds like an mmo to me well it reminds me of the auction house for diablo 3 yeah, yeah. an auction house yeah. system. which quickly failed like People, yeah, people hated it. Hated it. Which and what? What did they do with that? Well, the auction house was you would get the items in the game, and then you would set like sell them for real money, and you could make more money. <laughs> so like uh, so like sponsored RMT. Yeah, but that's essentially <laughs> what NFTs are. Is like you get these things in these games, and then you can sell them, which are mostly just skins for things, and you can sell yep. them to people for real or for crypto. That is, and then oh and then the crypto bros that are trying to open everybody else's <laughs> eyes up are like, imagine. You could play with Master Chief's pistol in Fortnite. And all the game devs are like, that is not how that works. And that would be so much wasted money. Uh, well, and I time. don't want to play Fortnite, so yeah. I wouldn't care. But, um, <laughs> well, they, they were trying to convince people, like, imagine if you could use any weapon in any other game. It's like the amount of work. But then it literally turns that. into a pay to win, which is inevitably yeah. gamers yeah. hate it. And then the other problem is, is if you just pay people to play games. The first people in on it, cool, they could make a living or they could do this or you could do that. But the more and more like and Twitch. more people, yeah, like Twitch, that get into How many people fail on Twitch yeah. all the freaking time? Tons. Very few, like for every one successful person, there's 10, 20, 30 people that- Oh, even more. And, you, yeah. yeah, right, that just fail. They can't make a living off yeah. of Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like- that's just not, it's not sustainable. You have to catch fire in that way. Yeah. So being like, oh, well, you can play video games and, and make money. Just like how like one in 10 K-pop girl groups make money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's. No, it's, of, I mean, it is. Wait, it's, it's the same. It's so the same I gotta, thing. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I need clarification though. Yeah. Is it one in 10 K-pop or one in 10 K-pop? <laughs> wait, what? Does that make sense? <laughs> one in ten thousand pop. Oh no no or no! One in ten K pop. K K pop. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no. Uh, you see why no, I needed the, the clarification before. I think it was like. <laughs> no, seriously, that's not right. Um, it was after <laughs> it was after the boom. It was after the boom of Gangnam Style. Um, it was like 
I think they're up to either 100 or 200 girl groups are produced a year. And only like 10 of them actually that, succeed. The fact that they are constantly pumping out new groups is yeah. is astounding and and like and in the groups there's usually between like five to nine girls so it's just like yeah. it's like it's a lot of yeah. because if yeah. it if it catches it's the it's the Fortnite problem all again the reason why you sell the house you do all this stuff you take the chance because if it catches fire yeah if you are the one to do it oh yeah. boy yeah you know what i'm saying right but and, the pro- and we could say it about mobile games too yeah yeah. There's so many mobile games that blast off that these companies want to do mobile games. And when they fail, they're like, what happened? We're a mobile game. Yeah. Why didn't we succeed? Yeah, they just well, think yeah and then it, it, it's, it's just... I, I see it now, too, with like getting a college degree, right? If everyone had a college degree, it worsens the like it lowers <laughs> yeah. its value. It's always but, a race to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Kind of and then it turns into someone gets a college degree and they go, wait, why don't I have a job right, right. now? Yeah. Well, like they, there was an article, I think, on Forbes or something about why... Google, Facebook, and Amazon, maybe, not so much Amazon, maybe, but kind of, why they've all kind of struggled to break into the gaming world. Because people are like, well, they're a tech company. Video games are technology. So they should just make a game and it'll be successful. But as we see with Amazon, well, I think, can't just make an Overwatch clone. The weird thing, though, is like, the people who are the prominent players in the gaming industry, that's exactly what they were microsoft just made an uh, xbox yeah but like and and playstation was a they made dvds they like, just released the documentary VHSs, though and it's just like on xbox yeah wasn't TVs. xbox wasn't it like and tvs yeah wasn't it a bunch of gamers who basically just made xbox? it was it was a pro, uh, pc gamers yeah who yeah shameless and the reason it's called xbox is because it literally is direct x which is the uh engine is it it's an engine right? yeah it's um, the direct graphics engine. Yeah, and so they decided, hey, let's make a portable version of PC games, and that's that was the idea behind Xbox. Yeah, yeah, and I think ultimately it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Andrew, about people getting paid to do what they love, and yeah. apparently is that I, it, the problem is turning into is people just have dollar signs in their eyes. Yeah. And they're not thinking about the why they're doing it. Yeah. They're just looking at the outcome. And this is actually a, a study done all across, especially in the fitness, where when you set goals, the worst goals you can set for yourself are outcome-based goals instead of process-based goals. And the idea being that um, instead, of, instead of just going, I want to lose 10 pounds, right? All you're focused on the 10 pounds. If you lose less than 10 pounds, you are considered a failure, mm-hmm. right? But just simply saying, I want to lose weight, isn't enough, right? Yeah. So it's about finding that middle ground. Well, if I want to lose le- weight, how do I go about that? Yeah. What is my process? You know, I eat healthier, which is a whole other thing, or I yeah. exercise, or I do this, that, and another. Instead of people are going, well, I'm going to do this to make money. Instead of saying, I'm doing this, and it ends up making money yeah. that way, yeah. which almost always that's usually every success cr- story. Yeah. Every success story is yeah. that Fortnite was a <laughs> failed game. That yeah. was a failed game that yeah. shifted and, and they, caught fire. And they just said, "Hey, we're going to do yeah, something that, fun that, for free." That game over there looks fun. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And the only one, I, other one I can think of, just in the realm of BRs, the only reason why Call of Duty is doing well is because it's Call of Duty, yeah. right? Like, if it didn't have that basis to stand on it's like when you see um 
famous people go to Twitch and Im- immediately become successful. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were already fi- they already yeah. had an audience it's base like, before. It's like, oh, look at their success. Or yeah, it's like I've T-Pang seen, is I've now on a, Twitch. I've seen it's a like, rise in oh, yeah. former porn stars. Yeah. Have yeah. Thousands, the Sasha Gray of, and, thousands of followers. It's like, I wonder why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, like Brie Larson started a YouTube channel and it suddenly became very successful. You know, it had millions of... I was like, well, yeah, it's Brie Larson. Yeah. Jack People Black. are going to watch... Or like when yeah. politicians went on Twitch and they had like three hundred thousand people watching. Them. Matthew well, McConaughey, or a politician. Matthew McConaughey well, did one like, I mean, it's Matthew one video on his YouTube channel and it blew up. Yeah, it's like obviously that's you know, yeah. or like for some reason on my YouTube channel I keep getting recommended like Zendaya's first YouTube video from when she was like twelve, <laughs> and she's like this little she's like hello it's my first video and this was like in two thousand nine or something. Yeah. I don't know why it keeps getting recommended, but maybe because I watched Spider Man. We need more of the Shama Shamalamalams. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Dune. Xbox. It was the year of, that should it should be Zendaya year one. X, Xbox controller reviews. Yeah. <laughs> what do you if uh twenty twenty one was the year of NFTs or the meta year, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, meta, the year of metaverse. The, the year, year of the metaverse. metaverse. What do you think twenty twenty two is? I don't know because uh, I can't predict what's 20, happening. 2021 was the year of failed AAA games. Yeah, That's right. what it was. I don't know. Ratchet and Clank was good. The, there's a lot of good games on the horizon. The, the year 2022 is going to be the year of Cyberpunk finally coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think, the way. I mean, I'm really what's looking and like. And everybody finally 20, playing it and be like, that was okay. 22, 2022 is the year that uh, you wish you could buy a PlayStation 5. I think that is. That, that is was last this, year. No, no, not really. Nothing, nothing like, Ratchet and Clank came out, and that was. Oh, well, I mean, I wanted it for Final Fantasy. All, all the games are coming out. There. Right. Yeah, like, there's a ton like of really Horizon, good games God of War, Final Fantasies on the horizon. Yeah. Well, and I, I acknowledge that. Yeah. And it's just like, but then like you still have the issue of like you can't buy. So, my friend Clayton lives in Japan, and he says it's worse over there, over here. And you know, a lot of people are spending money on PlayStation. When they can get their hands on it because of scarcity. Yes. And uh, over here, um, there's no like reselling in Japan. So like here, like how Ben got his is like you wouldn't you can't do that in Japan. And the only way you can is it's like a lottery based system. And that's you get a ticket. And it's like everybody over here wishes it was. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Because we actually get them over here. Um, The problem is they're not over there. So they made in China. The parts are, okay. yeah, um, and that's that is another big issue on it. But it's just really weird of all like the fact that you still can't get PlayStation. I know, and it's because of a shortage of consoles because of a chip shortage. Yeah, that's what I heard. That that coin all, coin crypto miners, crypto See, miners. Where yes. it's all coming from yep. is yeah. it's not that. It's well, a, so it's, it's both part of it. It's and that it's that crypto. COVID, and then uh, you know we had the trade embargoes, and it's just like. Well, sure, yeah. yeah but I'll blame just... I'll blame everything on the crypto bros. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just I was thinking like, is there a bunch of like deep rock galactic dwarves just like mining <laughs> yeah. for like yeah. The yeah. chips? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's crazy how many computers people are setting up to do this, and they're just buying all these yeah. parts. It's and they're only buying specific parts that will allow them to run these cryptos. So it's like they're not so buying. Like thir- people are buying up because 3090s became so scarce because yeah. it's all crypto. People. Okay, that yeah. also was. It, Okay. And now, and now it's and, and now you have to pay a ridiculous amount to get a thirty ninety. So it reminds me of two things. Well, I have two things. First thing is the idea of like, so I play fantasy football, mm-hmm. and my favorite thing is 
if you're helping someone draft their fantasy football team and you tell them, hey, you got to draft Adrian Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and and someone don't like, draft Adrian Peterson. And someone goes on and they see A Peterson and they draft him, but it turns out that it was like. <laughs> Anthony Peterson and he's just a different person. I feel like a lot with a lot of these times people go, Oh, you need to buy such and such for crypto and it sounds or here's like thing and there's people who are just making bulo bucks on people <laughs> buying things associated oh with gosh. it. Yeah. The yeah, other yeah. the other thing is uh you talked about Ben how he got his PlayStation Five. This is actually the time we have to come forward and say, Andrew, unfortunately your firstborn child belongs to Ben because that's what he has to give. Oh, that's for. what he. That's what yeah, he sold. So, yeah, he that's made what a he deal. Paid a my first. Yeah, it was his, your first. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not gonna give it. His <laughs> sounds like a child. He's giving sounds like a kingdom plotline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not just two hundred bucks more. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> which is actually not bad. No, no, I, that's was, an excellent. Yeah. Actually, I, it I, was uh, the perfect time where it was getting lower, and now it's skyrocketed back up because it's become scarce again. That was. I was talking to Clayton. Totally. I was like, I was like, are you willing to pay the? the crazy price and he was like yeah like he's like but i can't like there's no you can't you just geez. literally can't get you one. can't get one over there and he's just like because my friend clay like ratchet and clank is also his one of his favorite series yeah ratchet and, and clayton yeah yeah uh <laughs> i'm gonna stab you um, taking this mic back yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout and out so to Clayton like, and Ohio. Yeah, and Ohio. Uh, and so it's just like and Lance. Um, and, Lance. and so it was just like I was really excited. I was like, you know, you need to get this. I just beat it. It's great. And he was like, yeah, I can't. He's like, I can't get a PlayStation Five like at all. Mm. And it's like you live in Japan, <laughs> where it's like I feel like you sh- like it's the home world of PlayStation, and you you can't get to there. It's just, it's crazy. Well, I mean, they're cutting down on gaming, aren't they, in Japan and China? Uh, China. In China. China, yeah. Yeah, Japan, Japan is the opposite. I think they just... They embrace it. Yeah, they unbanned certain things that were already banned, so... Except for uh, PlayStation, which banned all lewd games, and then Nintendo decided, hey, we're going to put lewd games on our console. And it's just like, what world are we living in? Inclusion. Yeah. NFTs suck. Yes. Until next time.